7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Well, hi, everybody. Happy Labor Daber weekend. It's the uh, weekend edition here of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, uh, the one and only Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. You know what they say about uh, old Scranton way, if the stupid cart will open up. Ain't you know. no party like a Scranton party, because a <laughs> Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> Isn't that right, Joe? That's right, and there's a big party here this weekend. Yeah. What? The Itali- Festa Italiano. The St. Rocco Festival is yesterday in Cleveland. Oh, we have oh. a St. Rocco's, but this is a weekend-long, closed-down-a-whole-city-block extravaganza in Scranton nice. around the courthouse. Nice. All that the Italian like... food in the area will be all in one spot. Oh, my God. For the whole week. Oh, it's... Oh, my God. Oh my God. Uh, sounds they amazing. What's that? Do they serve Zeppelis? No, not Zeppelis. The um, the, the frozen, the, the uh, fried balls. Fried balls. <laughs> fried fried dough balls. Fried dough is a pizza frite. No, you, no, no, no. I'm talking. It's not. You know how you have the um. Hi, I'm Rain. Yeah, right. I was I was working on that. Uh, Rain from Fort Freedom's <laughs> blog, Washington D.C., the uh-huh. Beltway Bureau. Uh, welcome. No, you know how like at most fairs they have funnel cakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they used to have a saint of some Catholic woman festival on Long Island, and they they it would be like instead of instead of like the the funnel cakes, it would be the fried dough balls covered with the the powdered sugar, and I think they mm. were called zeppel. Okay, it could be a different uh, Italian. I think they were. They might not have been zeppelis, but could be a regional uh, regional we, name we do. as well. Yeah, it's a regional thing. We we do a, a we'll call pizza frite, which is fried dough, and you could powder or just regular granular sugar on it. That sounds like the same thing. Okay, it is probably. I might I might be getting the name wrong. We do it flat. We it do it like, a, like flat. Yeah. But uh, you could put it into a ball. Balls are good. Balls. Everything is better in my mouth when it's a ball. Sure. If it's a ball of dough and sugar, <laughs> it's great. I can't that wait to get your though. balls in my mouth. So. <laughs> sweaty, sweaty, balls. sweaty balls sweaty balls so uh well all right so i wanted to start off the show with something a little fun uh non-political i don't have a ton of audio there's really not a lot of great audio this week um not that the audio i always get is great just nothing was like yeah it really really clicked for me i got a couple things 
it seems like the the my favorite thing in the world is is uh coming back on on the heels of uh, 2020 and that's uh you know that thing. no that well yeah that too yeah we'll say that people taking pleasure in your pain talking to you donald trump jr with your huge audience the other day there's nothing wrong with it there are dozens of us uh, but no, my favorite thing, uh, leading into, uh, campaign season is, uh, the, you know, this one. Let them fight. Oh, the GOP schism. Oh, it is glorious. It is absolutely glorious. Um, it, the Fox News meltdowns, uh, you know, with, with Trump and, and, you know, the Joe Walsh thing. Uh, it's just great. It's just really great. So I got a little bit of audio illustrating that uh, for later. But something that I know a lot of people are probably contemplating as well. Uh, Susan and I are probably going to be ditching Netflix pretty soon. <gasps> what? Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm kind of sick of their content um, and the the way they've raised their prices. Um, and if you see what you get with the Disney Plus expanded package that you, with Hulu and all the Disney stuff, and then, you know, if you're a sports person, you get ESPN uh, and a couple other channels, ABC Family, National Geographic. So you get all this content. And, and now if we find out that there's all kinds of stuff leaving Netflix, too. Um, and one of the things that I've watched probably about four times on Netflix and even more before it was on Netflix because I own the first few seasons on DVD is the classic American version of The Office based in Scranton, Pennsylvania. So I'm giving I'm giving uh, Netflix a final last hurrah and I've been going through since season I'm on season two about season two episode eight right now. So I'm probably going to watch all the way up until Michael Scott leaves and then, you know, and then be done with it. Because there were some halfway decent episodes after he left, but um, I think I want to just watch it up to that point and be done. But, but I know Joe, you know, obviously a lot of people in Scranton, you know, you obviously picked out a lot of the, the you know, things that were inconsistent being somebody who actually lives in Scranton such as the snow that was the first thing we one of the first things you and i ever discussed on tim's show was the actual mm-hmm. snowfall in the office versus scranton pennsylvania well it was yeah that and, and the the sun angle when they would shoot it was just off yeah you can see for us that that live in in the north in the mm. northeast in the midwest you know snow and what it looks like and what the ambient weather Mm. look is outside. yeah yeah it's usually gray and snowy you know and you know they're, they're shooting in california so it's sunny and they have ice chips on the cars yeah it's ridiculous yeah exactly so uh so you know but but you did like the show though i love the show I, yeah yeah so i mean i think it was pretty well done and then it did get pretty stupid at the end you know with them trying <clears> to, <throat> to replace trying to you know make andy into the new michael scott was it was rough and then just turned him into a complete incompetent asshole in the end so um but yeah so rain did you did you ever watch the american version of the office um sometimes 
it's okay. It's it's either you know you do or you don't. So I've, um, I've seen clips. I think the gifs are amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think exactly. every gif from the office is the best gif ever. So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know really good gifs and really good sound bites, and, and we use a lot of sound bites here on the show. So I decided during my last hurrah is I'll be watching it on a computer and I'll be recording stuff as I go. So I kind of I have a handful of things that I've recorded from the first uh, two seasons that I did not have before that I thought I would share with you guys and see what you thought. This one <laughs> a lot of a lot of this stuff is you is mostly just Michael Scott reacting to things. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> but this one I love uh, because I think we could probably use this a lot when, uh, you know, in the upcoming fight of, you know, the Republicans in the lead up to the election. This. Uh... <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Scott's impression of a chicken, you know. Oh, you chicken? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um,. Uh, you guys, uh, does that have your your seal of approval? That one? Oh yeah, especially when he backs out of a a debate or something. Oh yeah, exactly. So I mean, Rain, I could definitely see see that being useful down the road. Yeah, I approve. All right. Very there are good. many times when Bob and I are driving down the road where we turn every song into a song sung by chickens. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. It's so. true. When he comes on air, you can ask him. I believe it because Susan and I, you know, I, I one of the the first purchases, uh, uh, music wise, we made as a couple, or maybe I had it before we we met, but or, yeah, I think my mom gave it to me. It was the Jingles Jingle Cat CD, the Christmas CD? <laughs> so usually, anytime uh, Blue Christmas comes on, I I do it in meows like the the Jingle Cats. Because they, meow, it's really meow, funny. Meow, 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 meow. But the best thing Jesus. is the backup. The backup singers on it are the best because it's they go meow, 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's pretty great. So uh, this one, this one, I think is is uh, um, on par with this. Oh, yeah! uh, Uh, th it's it's very similar to that. Uh, another Michael Scott clip. Just don't don't behavior. talk. Don't touch. Stop the oven. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I like that one. Um, of course, there's the classic episode where uh, Dwight punches Michael in the stomach, <laughs> <laughs> and then they go to the Dwight's JoJo to settle things. <laughs> um. But uh, th this is the sound effect of of that. No! <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> so the, <laughs> I, I think that bears repeating. No! <laughs> oh! <laughs> that is awesome. That is just awesome. We so, could use that one, yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, somebody gets a gets a real gut punch. That's it. So, um, how about that one, Rain? How about that? That sounds like me almost every morning after I hear clips from Trump the night before. Oh yeah. No! 
Yeah, <laughs> that could be. The... I wish I was kidding. Like there are times I'm sitting down here in my little office space, and I hear things, and Bob will come downstairs, just waking up, and he just hears me go saying basically that, and he's like, "Are you listening to Trump?" Maybe like, just get me coffee. Maybe maybe the new thing could be a, a coupled with an old one. Uh, this old this um. I got this Fred Willard clip, and we can mix it with that one. Uh, it's for an updated one with all the Trumpian news that comes out from now on, so it'll be like this. Hey, what happened? Ah! Ah! Oh! Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that works. So that's what we do in the morning. We're like, hey, what happened? And then, you know, <laughs> we get the punch. Um, and uh, then there's just a simple... I think uh, I think this was Jim getting elbowed in the basketball game, but it was a pretty good hit sound effect. Yeah, so just a little little quick hit. Uh, where there it is. And Bob um, is right, by the way. When we do when we're on road trips, we listen mm-hmm. to um, Talking Heads, Psycho Killer. We turn it into Psycho Chicken. Keskasa. <laughs> and and it's it's actually chicken fricassee. Psycho chicken fricassee fried chicken. There you go. So uh We're not right. We ain't right. I believe it. I believe it. And I yes, you're correct. You're not. Uh this one I think I'm actually gonna turn into a bumper for for turn up the night because it it makes me sound a little vain. Really cares about me. He has a surprise. He's cool. I, what a great guy. I love him. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> that, that'll be a good bumper for the show, I think. Uh, this one, oh, again, going into election season, again, from the basketball episode of The Office. In your face! Yes. <laughs> oh, I just love that because it's, you know, a nice dist- bit of distant audio, you know? Oh, that could be somebody in a debate audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it could be. Actually, you could probably hear that at a Donald Trump Jr. rally, you know, uh, pretty clearly <laughs> over the over the crowd. It could be Donald Trump Jr. Yeah. at a Democratic debate. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, I heard some, some maggot... Uh, puked out some praise for Trump at a Biden rally recently. Good for you, maggot. So, uh, you know, but guess what? You were at the wrong rally, dummy. Um, should have gone supported uh, uh, dumb Donnie Jr. Uh, and then, uh, let me see. Including I don't know the, f- the dozens of other Bevan supporters. Dozens. There's nothing wrong with it. There are dozens of us. Dozens! The generous estimate was 200 people at that rally. Now, could you, all, could you all squeeze down in front? Can you yeah. come, can you come down out seats. of the seats and just get closer? And what was funny is the picture of them getting closer was still like they just, everybody looked so awkward and they were standing really kind of far away or maybe they were trying to space them out to make it look fuller. But yeah, it was like a huge auditorium with, you know, wraparound seats. Was yeah. that like a big high school auditorium or something? I, I don't know. 
I think that was. one I don't know, but it was just the fact that they were like, "Come on, squeeze in." And I, you know, I've been, I've been, I had the chance, the opportunity. I've said this before to go to a White House event where they squeezed us all in on like a one, two, three, you know, uh, level riser. And so it was like twenty, maybe thirty of us, and we were all squeezed in because the camera. You know, it wasn't a big event. Yeah. But they wanted to make it look like a lot of people. So I understand about squeezing in. But the fact that they had to squeeze everybody in in that big room, that's sort of sad. Mm. You gotta be kidding me! (laughs) (laughs) That's another one there. That was Donald. That's what Donald Trump Jr. said. Yeah, yeah. You gotta be kidding me! There's a basketball bouncing in there too, but I love that delivery on that. Um and let me see. Uh, I got two uh two more. Uh, I think this was also from the basketball. I found got a lot of good things from that. Yeah, baby. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that definitely. Uh, what's that? These are definitely going to be good. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll keep these around for a while. And the last one I have uh from the office thus far, new ones is what? What the hell going on here? <laughs> you use that almost every night. <laughs> that's that's probably my favorite. That's Michael eating cake in front of Meredith that she couldn't eat because they had her birthday party the month before her birthday. He ordered an ice cream cake and she she's lactose intolerant. And then he said, you should have seen the look on your face. And then he's taking a bite of cake and then says, What? What the hell going on here? <laughs> but it sounds so funny. It uh, sounds partially like Donald Duck. <laughs> yeah, or it sounded very Muppety. So, but uh, but anyway, there you go, folks. Those are our, uh, our latest, so, latest drops. What... Can can we get back to why you want to drop Netflix? Like, what's going on with their pricing? That did I miss something? It's twelve ninety five for Netflix now. Now I think you get what two DVDs with that and the streaming or something like that. But the problem is that shows like The Office are going to be leaving, which are you know something again. I I used to binge that show every every year pretty much. Uh, you know, I, I've probably watched it at least six times in the entire series. Um, okay. And uh, it was just a go-to thing. I knew it was always, you know, always hoping it would always be there. But they, you know, they did away with the Marvel shows. Um, you know, so they're done with those. You know, and I, I kind of stopped watching those because I didn't like the quality of them either. So that was kind of a big letdown. Um, the movie selection is pretty bad no more marvel or disney content will be available so that includes like buena vista which has a lot of good films um you know kind of more mainstream stuff um they don't well, that have makes a, sense that disney has its own streaming thing that they yeah, move over there right exactly exactly and okay. and you know oh and they'll have fox stuff over on the disney plus thing so the simpsons will be over there stuff like that uh, if you're a Family Guy fan, I'm sure that'll be there. Um, so, but basically, things have been get, been disappearing. I do really like a lot of their original series. We just finished Glow season three and Mindhunter season two, which were excellent. 
but it's not enough to keep paying for it all year round, you know? Uh, it's it's one of those things like HBO. I'm about ready to cut off HBO because, you know, we, we finished watching everything we wanted to on there. So we're going to drop HBO Plus or HBO Now, whatever it's called, and Netflix. Um, and then in anticipation of, uh, you know, we'll keep Amazon Prime around because Amazon Prime, I can always find something on Amazon Prime to watch. You know, and then I have a bunch of other freebie services and stuff, and I do have a couple channels on Amazon Prime I subscribe to. But it's just a matter of you know, I you know I can afford to keep it all around, but it's like why bother? You know, I mean, going to find a new movie over on Netflix unless it's a Netflix original, and that's the thing too is they're probably going to start cutting back on the Netflix original content because they are in severe debt, and I don't want to be a person that's like, oh fuck you, I'm done. But, you know, they, they've already axed a lot of content that I enjoy and doesn't seem like they have a lot of money to keep pumping out more, you know? Mm. So okay. it's it's uh, it's basically, you know, scaled back variety and quality. And, um, and again, you know, uh, the, the movie selection is, is just atrocious over there. You know, I mean, try, they, they don't carry any kind of old movies whatsoever. You know, it's just like all, it's all like recent low budget crap. You know, it's like the, their science fiction section selection sucks. Their horror selection's not bad. Um, but I've pretty much watched everything I wanted to over there from that. So, yeah, it's just, uh, um, you know, an Amazon Prime always has a lot of the, I don't know if anybody's familiar with A21 Studios. Or Gravitas Pictures, they always seem to have a lot of stuff from them, uh, which are two, you know, kind of bigger indie movies. I'm sure you guys have both seen movies by A21 or Gravitas. Um, they're, uh, you know, they put out a lot of quality stuff. Um, but yeah, so that that's pretty much my my motivation to, to drop it is is uh, scaled back content and you know uh, uh, uh scale back original content and a crappy t- tv and movie selection because yeah there's no tv shows over there i want to watch amazon uh amazon prime has the twilight zone they have star trek they have you know tons of old sitcoms and stuff uh, you know i mean they they really have a shitload of stuff and plus their horror movie selection if you add on a channel like shutter or something is unbelievable you know, you, you can find a lot of good stuff. So, but yeah, I, I think because uh, November 12th, I think is when the Disney streaming service launches and it's going to have uh, a lot of, they're doing a lot of the new Marvel, uh, you know, they're doing a lot of new Marvel series over there that are going to be in continuity with the Marvel movies that are out. Captain Marvel, the Avengers, Black Panther, all that stuff. Um, and they're going to have TV shows that are, are you know, going to be spinoffs from the movies or leading into some of the future movies, which I find really compelling. And it's something that's never really been done before. Um, and, uh, of course, they're, they have the original Star Wars series with Pedro Pascal coming up. Of course, Pedro Pascal, for Game of Thrones fan, he was uh, Oberon Martell. Uh, the Mandalorian, it kind of looked like a Boba Fett type guy, bounty hunter show, which it looks really, really good, and it's got some really cool people attached to it. So, anyway, 
There's my sales pitch. I never thought I'd be selling a Disney product. Not a sponsor. Yeah. So. Yeah. Does that include Fox content? Yeah, it does. It does. ESPN, okay. ESPN, Fox, National Geographic, Hulu. And Hulu's got a ton of uh, the Hulu that's got The Handmaid's Tale and a bunch well, we of other. Hulu. We get Hulu um, via Amazon. Oh well, if we you have the, if, we have the Hulu lot or the Hulu Plus where we can get live sports and stuff like that. That's why I'm asking. Well, yeah. So if you if you cut that off, your Amazon, you you probably still keep the Amazon reasonably priced, and then just get the twelve ninety five Disney Plus package deal. And you get all that. Hmm. So, something to think about. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. You, you what I do know is that Hulu just put all freaking episodes of Designing Women. Well, yeah, that'll and probably I'm sorry, be there. I know there's boys. I have boy co-hosts, but Designing Women is on Hulu. I watched Designing Women when I was well, Designing Women. When it was on. Okay. I love that. I'm sorry. I love Designing Women. No, I, we watched that. Um, you know, I remember the, all the Delta Burke controversy and everything that went on, and she was fighting with him about her weight gain and everything, and they replaced her, and Jan Hooks came in, and I remember all that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. so that, that might Dick's- be part of my watching of the TV in September. Yeah, that Not was... i be able to do it this weekend, but... Yeah, I watched that with my folks. We watched that, and I guess around the same time, what Newhart was on. We, Susan and I were just watching Larry Daryl and Daryl clips the other day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Larry. This is my brother Daryl. It's my other brother Daryl. See, I like the other brother Daryl. Every time he says his name, he like he does gives that real friendly point. <laughs> you know, he like points at you like ah, I see you. <laughs> um. So, uh, but yeah, I think that was on, it might have been on the same network or on the same night as Designing Women. I don't remember. But no, I I love that show. uh, It does make sense because it was the Linda Bloodworth Thompson. Okay. I think, yeah, that does make sense. I think it was right around that whole thing. Yeah. I I love Designing Women. We watched, what, Northern Exposure around that same time and... Yeah. Yeah. Watched watch TV with my folks when I was a teen. Um but yeah, so uh yeah, Kenny Pick Senior can attest. Oh, Valerie Harper passed away. She was battling cancer, wasn't what? she? What? Yeah, she was living on break. Living in Long Island says Aww. I don't I don't know if it just broke, but I, I'd heard she was not well. Yeah, she well, I was, think she either had brain cancer or a tumor. She's been really sick for a couple of years. It was a mm. cancer of the lining of the brain, yeah. Yeah. Aww. That's terrible. Well, rest in peace, Valerie Harper. Um, well... Her on Maud. Maud. Oh, yeah, there Maud. you go. I watched Maud as a kid, too. I had a, I had a was thing it, for... Was it Maud or was it the Mary Tyler Moore show? Was oh, no, 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 Mary Tyler Moore. You're right, because she played... Um, was she Rhoda? Yes, yeah. Rhoda. Yeah. Okay. And then she and had her own. She had a spinoff with yeah. She had a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Was I was trying somewhere in between was... all of them. No, not quite. Uh, not no. quite. That was more of a was all in, of, all in uh, the family. Archie Bunker fam- the, Yeah. All in the family. Aww, but Rhoda, so yeah, Rhoda. We were just watching. I was trying to find because I watched this video on. Um, and then we'll go to the break in a second here. But we're watching this video by one of those list videos, like by uh, Watch Mojo or something like that on YouTube. 
and it's like the top 10 unseen characters in TV shows. So, you know, like Charlie from Charlie's Angels or the neighbor on Home Improvement, stuff like that. And I was like, where the hell is Carlton the Doorman? He was like the OG one, but then I got it screwed up, and I kept thinking Carlton the Doorman was the was because I was like, wait, was that? Because I was real little when Rhoda was on, and and I kept thinking that it was for, he was a character on the first Newhart show, the you know, um, and then I was like, oh no no, he was on Rhoda. So we were just thinking about Valerie Harper and Rhoda, and they actually made a pilot for. Do you guys remember Carlton the Doorman? Mm-hmm. The the guy yeah. the guy who yes. did the voice of Garfield in the cartoons did the voice of him, um, you know, or did mm-hmm. the he did what was it Shed Spread or Country Cock did a voice for one of those in the eighties too, but they actually did a cartoon pilot spinoff called Carlton Your Doorman, uh, where they actually pictured him. He was like this grubby looking hippie, um, and um, it's on YouTube and you, we watched it the other day and it, it was like wow. <laughs> It was like kind of a, a pretty grown-up cartoon for the day too, um, but yeah. So you can look at the failed pilot of Carlton, your doorman, voiced by the same guy who did Carlton in, in Rhoda, and of course was the voice of Garfield, whose name I don't remember. But yeah, Rhoda Morgenstern. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I but I I vaguely remember that show, but I, I vividly remember a character that wasn't there. But, yeah, so they did the list, and Carlton, the doorman, wasn't there, and I was irritated. Aww. And it was, it was like, he's the... It makes the, me oh, a little sad. I mean, oh, she was 90, or 80, but still, it makes me sad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, anyway, uh, there we go, old TV week uh, here. You know, when we had strong women on television, anyway. It's a little bit of bitter bile for me. Uh, I understand. No, she she and Mary Tyler Moore and those those women from that period were really kind of strong and very, you know, uh, it was during like the big push of the Equal Rights Amendment in the seventies. Yeah, and we had some great female characters then. So, she was a trailblazer. You got a cardboard baler running in the background there. <laughs> I have something printing. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we can go with the hay baler. Cardboard cardboard baler. So. Yeah. Uh, that back 40. All right, let's go ahead and run to the break. Uh, let me see uh, if I can find. I wanted to. I've been dying all day to hear one of these WRUW, these Hairwolf Live. What is it? Hairwolf, uh, Hairwolf Live. Yeah, because I. Uh, oh, no, that's the full one. Um, okay, we're going to go ahead and listen to. Um, uh, well, since it's at the end of summer, we'll listen to Crazy Nights last summer. Uh, so let's go ahead and go to the break. When we come back, I might tell you a story of something that happened on my street when we come back. I'll see if Susan thinks it's a good idea or not. Anyway, uh, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. We're 
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from Bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. listener, I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. In a, <clears throat> excuse me, where'd that come from? I know where it came from, this doggone weather change. Uh, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Labor Daber Weekend Edition. And, of course, uh, joining me, as always, on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., The Bubble! Happy Labor Day! Happy what? Labor Day. I said The Bubble! Cool. The Bubble. Oh, oh, The Bubble. Yes, The Bubble. The Bubble. Yeah. And, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, The Electric City. Welcome back. Labor Happy Day! Yes, there oh, you go. I said that wrong. Well, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so welcome back to the program. I, I, I consulted with Susan, and I am going to tell this story about something that happened on my street. Well, or something that's been happening on my street. Okay, and I'm not going to mention any names here, um, but we have a neighbor who is a raging asshole. He's about the same age as me, about a year younger than me. 
So 47. All right. And he lives at home with his mother. Um, and I've never seen her once. Uh, apparently she's morbidly obese and bedridden or something like that. I don't know. So I, I feel for her because she has a piece of shit son. And uh, this guy all summer has had this rotten piece of garbage pickup truck and has been terrorizing the neighborhood at all hours uh, because it has basically no exhaust, exhaust system. He will rev it at any hour of the night, peel out, drive back and forth up and down the street. He'll drive down the street and then he'll put it in reverse and drive back, go around, the, you know, and then or and do these rage laps around like two city blocks and come back to his house. He stands out in his yard and he screams at the top of his goddamn lungs whenever he wants at someone or no one or a bug or a rock. I don't know. Um, you know, he's just uh, he's he's a fucking menace to our street. And there's any in the people who live directly across from him, across the street from him, are this wonderful elderly this uh, elderly couple. Susan's talked to him before. Uh, they're uh, Chinese immigrants, um, very old. Uh, I don't see the husband much. I don't think he's he's uh, strong enough to go outside much anymore. But the wife is still pretty spry. She's got to be in her mid to late 80s, um, both of them. And uh, you know, and we see her out there. And Susan talked to her the other day, and she was like, and she was, she was just like so enraged about the this guy, you know. And so in in. We have a family across the street who, uh, if they don't already, they will in a couple days have newborn twins, and they have like a, a one and a half year old son and a three or four year old daughter, um, and you know other people who are in an advanced age, and then us who we just like to chill out and have fun and relax, have the windows open when we can, and you know. But, you know, then he'll peel out and then all the acrid smoke from his tires blows into our house. Susan has a reaction. So, you know, so it's like he's just been a fucking menace. Okay. And he has a How criminal. How has this been going on? Um, this, this is a relatively new development with him in the pickup truck. Okay. Um, the swearing outside thing has been going on for some time. But here's the thing. This guy has a criminal record as long as my arm dating back to 1991 when he was 19 years old all right and this week i noticed uh, actually the last 10 days this ugly pickup truck is it's like a teal it's like this teal 1990s pickup truck just a butt ass ugly vehicle and um, and uh, and his prior criminal records are mostly breaking and entering or fraud or credit card theft stuff like that, um, and uh, and he was in prison for about four years when we lived here, and I think he got out. I think maybe 2012 was the last time he got out of prison, and he's been to prison several times. Well, I didn't see his truck. And I noticed there was also a window that was smashed out on and boarded up on on his house. I don't know what the significance of that is, but I I was talking to Susan. I was like, "Boy, it sure has been quiet around here, hasn't it?" And I was like, "You have you even seen him?" I'm sorry, I almost slipped and said his name. Um, Let's call him 
asshole. Asshole. Um, asshole works. Um, okay. So I'm like, you, have you seen Asshole? And she's like, no, I, I, I haven't. That's weird. Uh, because he's always home. He's always home. He doesn't work. He doesn't do fucking anything except rage drive his piece of garbage pickup truck and get in fights with people on the street. And so I was like, let me do something here. So I went ahead and went over to the Cuyahoga County Clerk of Courts website. (laughs) And I did a little search by his name. And I saw, oh, look, all all his old cases. Case closed, case closed, case closed, case closed. Case open? That's right. We got an open case right now. Um, The state of Ohio versus blank. The state of Ohio. Billy Bob Joe asshole. Yeah. And um, this is what the charges are. Indicted of two counts of felonious assault. What? Indicted of four counts of aggravated menacing. So, I did the math. That could be a potential of 20 years in prison. Do do they have the dates of the indictments? We do. The uh, original indictment was 8-9-2019 in the Capius. I didn't know what Capius meant because I'm not a criminal. Um, That is a a writ ordering the the arrest of a named person. Capius. C-A-P-I-A-S. Capius issued 8-23-2019 a week ago. So... Um, and I saw him. I thought he might be on the run or something, but I saw him with a new pickup truck today. His old pickup truck has some new front end damage on it, and it's backed into his doorless garage. And uh, he had a black pickup truck that he had pulled up in front of the house. Looked like he was unloading groceries or something. Maybe doing one last nice little thing for mom before he gets put away for... I think maybe aggravated assault. I think felonious assault. I'm sorry. Felonious assault. Felonious assault. I, believe. assault. I think the ma- the max for that might be six years. And then, um, sorry about the toilet flush there in the background, guys. Um, but uh, the uh, yeah, felonious assault, uh, I think, carries six to eight years max. It's at least six. And he has a huge criminal record. So you tell me if he's not going to do time for this. He's totally going to do time for this. And aggra- I'm sort of surprised he's not in jail. Aggravated menacing uh, carries, I think, a maximum of 180 days. So we could be looking at... Um, uh, we could be looking at, 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 you know, maybe 15 years. Maybe 16. 16 to 20. Uh, depending on the max, uh, I think it's six years for felonious assault. Were you going to say something, Susan? Did you want to add to this? No, I was just going to... Just, I don't know. Just say, yeah, it could be real quiet around here real soon. Yeah, it has, it been. has been. And I was surprised to see him today. Yeah, yeah. I, we were both surprised to see him. But we live in a very fancy neighborhood filled with <laughs> fancy people. Yeah, that's funny. No, <laughs> no. Uh, we live in an average working class neighborhood. It is not fancy. Your neighborhood is like ours. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's it's a little. 
We don't have houses as big as your neighborhood. You, you're, you're, you guys are kind of more of like bigger family homes. We're, we're you know, so street full of bungalows, you know. Vote in the chat room. Should we move to a better neighborhood? No. No, no. Don't vote in the chat room. We're not moving. I just got a brand new garage. So, um, yeah. So, what do you think of that? Good. Well, I think... Honestly, I mean, bad that somebody got assaulted. Yeah, yeah. Too bad somebody had to had to take a beating. I hope he beat somebody up that deserved it. <laughs> you know, like another criminal. I don't think he did. I doubt it. I'm but it's too bad somebody had. He sounds like a real scumbag. Yeah, it's too bad somebody had to take a be assaulted to get him in prison. But you know, but yeah. he's not in prison, is he? No, no, not yet. I mean, he was at his house today. I mean, recidivism is a bitch. You know, see, you and you and Sue's are better people than me because I'd be like, "Hello, police." Yeah, I would have called I called, the police on him the first day. I called the cops on him uh, when he was driving at unsafe speeds on a motorcycle a, a couple times on the street, and they they didn't get here fast enough. You know. Oh, okay. I mean the pickup truck. I mean it, they never they never would have got him. I mean they never would have got him. The, you know it's like, oh, the, what are the cops going to say? That oh, okay, well, um, <clears throat> I guess I should have called when he was out screaming. But I knew there was half the time nobody was involved. He was just yelling to yell. You know. Yeah, but you know what? Now that you know the guy's name and you know that he's got a record, you can call the cops and be like, "This is the dude. This is you know Billy Bob Joe asshole." Well, I'm just going to keep my head kind of low for the time being yeah. because every you time have different, you have different gun laws there. In ev- Ohio yeah, here in Maryland. every time there's been a Capius issued towards him, the next update on the docket is he's gone. He pleads guilty and he goes to jail. And he lives alone with his mother. Yeah. In a in a poor in a poor cat. So. Well. Hmm. Yeah, so um, that's what. Uh, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I uh, hopefully he's gone for a real long time. Coming soon. Coming I wonder soon. where he got the new truck from. I wonder these. Probably things. borrowed it from one of his cousins or something. You see, the thing is, the guy's a townie, so he's um. lived he's lived here his entire life. So all the other fucking losers that you know. Uh, have stayed, you know, in their parents' homes or, or still live with their parents or or whatever. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to... Uh, I'm talking about specific losers who are losers, not because they live with their parents, but because they, can, they can't do anything else for themselves but do that and be criminals. You know, no, so... I understand that. I understand so I'm just trying that. not... I, I just don't want to shame that. anybody who lives with their parents because there are a lot of, you know situations out there where it's it's necessary you know and uh or or through nobody's fault of their own you know and they're and they're good upstanding citizens you know it's not hard to not break the law it really isn't hard to not you know be a criminal the asshole you know Mm -hmm. um but you know i'm i'm actually with with bob and on this one he just said in the chat cops may not have picked him up yet and if you know that there's a warrant out for him, 
it really wouldn't hurt for you to make it. You can make an anonymous phone call. Mm. The guy does sound like a menace to your community, to your block. Maybe. I don't know how many kids that you have that live around you, but if he's raging up and down the street, any kid can just accidentally walk in the street. You know, a ball. Sure, sure. That was, you know, I mean, that's the thing. Is the one couple across the, the across the street with all the little kids? He mm-hmm. is a cop. He is a cop. So he's letting well, people. He's letting people in the department know what's going on. Okay. He's called. He's called before. My thing is, I've called I mean, the I've called the authorities in the past. I've called the authorities in the past around here, and people have found out that it was me. Yeah, I understand that. Because the anonymous calls, and that's bullshit. Cops don't care. They'll tell anybody who called. You know? I mean, you know, it's like, I'm not taking the chance. I'm not taking the chance of putting a target on my back. So far, it's looking like, you know, this is, you know, again, when I heard that the cop was, was had called him in, and the cop had been talking to other people in the department about him, I'm like, all right. I let him know how I felt about it and that I was concerned about his family and, you know, I'd support him in any decision he made and he lives a lot closer to him than I do. So that's where I am. So fair enough. Sorry to double, you know, to question you. No, no, it's, it's fine. It's a, you know, uh, I think it was just, he was on a collision course with destiny and it destiny. Um, and it finally, finally caught up with him. So, uh, but yeah, so, uh, so asshole neighbor, there you go. Uh, that was a long way to go to use that freaking drop. (laughs) It was, it was, it was a circuitous route. You gotta be kidding me. Uh, yeah. And, uh, I know somebody just tuning in is like, what, what the hell going on here? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I thought I would share that story because I, and this is another unfortunate thing, is on my street there are so many townies. You know, there are, are people who have lived here their entire lives. They've moved into their parents' home. You know, the, there's, you know, whatever. There's, there's a lot of people who have lived on this street, you know, since the 70s and 80s and stuff like that. And they are thick as thieves. So I can't go to any of my neighbors and talk about it. If they talk to me about it, I will talk to them about it. But only when they talk to me about it. Because I had an incident with one of my neighbors at one point where there was uh, this one neighbor who was changing his tire in the winter. And I went over. I, I was taking recycling or trash out or something. And I saw him changing the tire. And I went over and I said, hey, buddy, do you want help with the tire? And he was like, oh, you're lucky it was you, because look, I have a gun, and pulls out his gun in front of me. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. And I said something to the person who lives next door to him, and that little snitch told uh, told him that I said something about him whipping out his gun in front of me. And Because I know, because like a, a little while later... Uh, he was all drunk and all sarcastically saying, oh, where's my glasses? Where's my glasses? Because I need them for when I'm driving in the car and shooting my gun at people. 
and he looks me dead in the eye and it's like oh you fucker you fucking told him that i i told you about the gun you know so i can't say anything that's why i'm talking to you i told everybody at work <laughs> so uh but yeah it's uh it's you know it's just uh you know you, i i gotta be real careful what happens and then again if i do happen to call the police and again on the cop across the street is not somebody i completely trust either yeah because the cop across the streets one brother hangs out with the asshole criminal neighbor too so you know it's like i i have to be really really super care careful what i do because you know i again if by the off chance he doesn't end up going to prison and he finds out that i've done or said or done you know anything then you know what's he gonna do so anyway Yikes. well that was yeah. fun yeah fun in the neighborhood yeah, I mean it's uh it's you know it's freaky, but I I I, I tell will, me when your next block party is. I will tell you when. Well, the next block party will be when I know he's safely behind bars. So, <laughs> um, and and again, that could be for a very long time. And and that's the thing. Looking at his criminal history, every time it gets to this point, what happens next? The arrest, the conviction, and in, in jail time. So. There we go. Um, uh, anyway, let's go ahead and go to the break a little bit early since Bobber's coming on, and uh, we'll talk about whatever. I, I do. Have, we do have some news. We talk about Diamond and Silk. Oh, I'm sorry, Dilk. Dear. Um, and so, so there's a bunch of stuff, but who knows what we'll get a chance to talk about? I just know that you know it's good to not be at work for three days. That's fun. So. Uh, Oh, living in Long Island. Sounds like a cop who has no problem with white criminals. Well, that's kind of the case, but not not kind of the case. I mean, they are what I'm talking about all white people in this scenario here, yes. It but sounds like a white dude. It, it sounds it, like yeah. the guy in the oh, yeah, yeah. truck is a white dude. The, oh, he's a white, yeah, he's a white dude. You know, the, everybody I've talked about so far in the story, except the guy who pulled the gun, who is uh, a Puerto Rican uh, descent. Um uh but uh but yeah you know just everybody involved in this story thus far except for the the older asian couple and you know the chinese couple um chinese american couple i'm sorry they're immigrants um but you know but yeah yeah the, the criminal's a white dude the cop's a white dude um that doesn't really come into factor i would not be surprised i don't you see the, the oh, anyway i can't get into it i can't get into it I just don't know where their fucking allegiances are. All I know is I'm on the side of uh, not being a criminal. Is all. So anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and run to the break. We'll get Bobber on when we come back and have lots more fun on the show. What do you say? We'll, we'll talk about other people's neighbors. No. <laughs> we'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. This country, I believe, is going to be rocked um, in the next 24 hours. Thanks up, everybody, for uh. rock and and now, on with the show. Get off! Fuck! 
Oh! Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart. You know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the Labor Day weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, welcome back to Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. We're electric. Yeah. And Italiano. And Italiano. There you go. Italiano. Festa Electri- Italiano this weekend. Electriano. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, oh, that's good. I like that. Electriano. That's Electriano. Good. There you go. So, I like that. And, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. Welcome back. I want to leave the swamp and go get some strombolis up in Scranton. Ah, I use the strombolis in Scranton are delicioso. There you go. Sounds They're good all to me. Homemade. See, it's homemade. Arum. Homemade, yeah. Arum. And last but certainly not least, welcome back to uh, my karaoke soul brother, the one and only Der Braumeister. It's Bobber. Hello, Bob. What? What the hell is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right. Yeah. yeah. Howdy, howdy. Yeah. How was vacation? I heard from Rain that it was delightful. Uh, I'd like to hear hear from you. Uh, it was great. Uh, drank too much and got too much sun, but you know that's what vacations are all about. I don't see that being a problem. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, the too much sun thing I can see being a problem for sure. Because uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I can get sun poisoning pretty easy because i'm pretty pale i got sun poison one time my band went on tour and i fell asleep in the in the back with my leg up uh, in the window and the sun was like beating down on my bare leg uh for hours and uh and i woke up and my leg was all like swollen and i was like oh my god so it was terrible yeah i, I tan pretty easily but um just you know, the the sun is so hot down there, you know, especially mm-hmm. in the summertime in August. Holy cow! Yeah. So um, we just try to stay in the shade and and drink cool drinks. Yeah, I mean seriously, because you know you go out in the sun and you're like, what? What the hell is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I love that one so much. All of the drinks were Nissa's fault. <clears throat> oh, Nissa. <laughs> Yeah, let's blame it on the one who isn't here. Okay. Um, yeah. So, anyway, uh, so welcome back. Uh, and, uh, so uh, I know Joe. Uh, it looks like well, well, Joe has the big festival going on all for three days, three day or just three days, or just Saturday and Sunday. 
No, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Oh, Labor right. Day. So that's awesome. That's awesome. So you, you'll be, or is that the extent of your Labor Day plans? Or are you doing something else uh, at home? Are you going to just do that and then relax at home? Or are you going to do some grilling yourself? Or It's Fan Appreciation Day at the at uh, the AAA Stadium So uh, on, on Labor Day. So I'm going to go be appreciated. Oh, okay. Very good. Dollar dogs. You can appreciate me. Huh? Get dollar dogs or something? Mm, I think they give us a uh, free cup. A present. <laughs> uh, I think it's a beer. Actually, it's a beer stein. Uh, uh, like there you go. There you go. A free cup. Yes. <laughs> so. A free cup. Oh, they they give a lot of free cups. They're cheap, but uh, beer steins are pretty nice. So yeah, yeah, I'll go nice. with that. Nice. Very cool. All right. So Bob and Rain, what about you guys? Any? Uh, uh, you got Labor Daver plans? We got a birthday party for Rain on Sunday. Oh. I forgot. Man, Dad's birthday's on the ninth. So, um, yeah, I asked, I asked, I asked Bob a couple of weeks ago. I think I want to have a birthday party, and I never asked for one. Mm-hmm. And he he followed up, man, because Bob is I love him. And so uh, tomorrow we're picking up my one of my dearest oldest friends from the airport. She's flying in from Schenectady. 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 It's not quite Scranton. No, it's Jersey. No, Schenectady is not Jersey. It's New York. Schenectady oh. is New York. Schenectady's where GE is. It's another electric oh, city, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. competition. Did you say GE? Did you say G's? I did. G's. Where is where is Scranton today? <laughs> there is another Scranton. Yeah. I think it's yeah. uh I don't know where there's there's a couple of cities named Scranton. There's probably a few, yeah. But uh, but yeah. So so that's fun. So when, uh, Sunday are you doing the birthday party tomorrow or Sunday, or Monday? Monday. Sunday. Su- no, Sunday? we're doing it Sunday because that's the birthday. That's my actual birthday. Oh, okay. Nice. And you don't have to work the next day, Bobber. That's right. So um, yeah, and I think uh, our nephews uh, and. Uh, Karen, my sister-in-law, and her boyfriend should be coming over on uh, Monday for an early picnic or something. Um, not exactly sure. I don't know all the plans just yet, but I'll be puttering around and working. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I just yawned. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> oh. I apologize, everybody. I never do morning. that. I never do that. I just started yawning, thinking of having to do work. <laughs> so, do I have to? Yeah. It's Labor Day oh, weekend. We have a birthday banner for tonight, no. Rain. Who? Francie's <gasps> eldest daughter. And okay. also Rain. Right. Sarah is 30. So, um, today. So, yeah. don't forget that when you do the birthday banners. Okay. I got it. Sarah. I'm on it. Yeah, I know Sarah, you are. Sarah. Sarah. <coughs> uh, sorry. I just I just did that Sarah, as a a memory. Sarah. Anyway. Um, Who sang yeah. that? Who sang that? Jefferson Starship. Oh. Oops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I could you stand know, corrected. They might have just been Starship at that point. They might have. They also might have built that city on rock and roll. Did you know? Did you know 
uh, and I, I remember this when it happened, but did you know that they actually, as people were retiring from Starship, um, before they, and ultimately Je- line, or, uh, Jefferson Airplane started getting back together, uh, you know, like 10, 15, 20 years ago, whatever. But in the late 80s, early 90s, they were pushing for Starship the Next Generation. Oh come on! Oh yes, I swear to God, that's a thing. They were like, they were like, you know, okay, you guys, we'll get a bunch of younger musicians to to do our songs, and that's the thing. That's kind of what's been going on lately with all these old bands, you know. I, I'm not lying. Uh, yeah, so they Star- went from Jefferson Airplane to Jefferson Starship to Starship. Logically, the next incarnation should just be Space Force. Yeah, really. Jefferson Space Force. Um, Space Force. <laughs> um, My space pants. Space pants. <laughs> no, seriously, Starship. They, it was. It did not last long. But um, oh my God, where's the band? Starship featuring Mickey Thomas. Starship. Okay, so let, let me go to the the. Um, but yeah, there was. I swear to God. They did. Um, uh, they tried doing this because uh, Grace Slick left in 1988 to join a reformed Jefferson Airplane. And then, let me see. I'm looking for, uh, seriously, It what I remember this. And it, it's out there. If you put in, it, I'm just looking for, because I look for Starship and I put in the uh yeah starship the next generation it comes up in google results but it's not showing oh man it seriously it was a thing for a while because it was like oh that I, I saw an ad for it and it was like so tacky um but um anyway it happened i swear to god guys but um anywho um jefferson starship the next generation there it is yeah, Jeffrey, this is... Uh, These are the voyages of the Starship Aeroplane. Yeah, so... <laughs> Starship Aeroplane. Okay. 40-year so, mission that should have been put down 30 years ago. But yeah, so Jeffrey... Why does Grace... Why does Grace... To build this city... Yeah. On rock and roll... <laughs> anyway. this city... But yeah, there's an article from there's an there's an article from uh, 2008 Jefferson Starship: The Next Generation, and the, but I uh, earlier incarnations of uh, okay, it says the San Francisco psychedelic rock band Jefferson Starship had a revolving door lineup, so it's not too surprising that um, there's more than one band touring behind the group's repertoire these days. Scattered members of earlier incarnations of the band, such as Jefferson Starship: The Next Generation. Uh, but then there's another one pl- that was playing at a casino called Starship featuring Mickey Thomas. So yeah, so there was a there was a spin-off band essentially with members, you know, so Jefferson Starship the Next Generation was actually a thing. So well. Yeah, oh there's a link from ninety five. Yeah, Starship the Next Generation. Yeah, there it is. It was Paul Cantor thinks his newest lineup harks back to the spirit of Jefferson Airplane. Yeah, yeah, tacky, huh? So, anyway. So it was Starship the Next Generation. 
So, yeah, Starship the Next Generation. I can send you the article that I found uh, from 95. There, there was never a generation of Starship. That's the thing. This is so dumb. Uh, uh, like, I, sometimes I, I you just need to pull the oxygen cord out. Just There's let a it go. Article, it, from let it go article from 95. Article from 95 from LA Times. The, and, you know, this article came out four years after my asshole neighbor's first criminal conviction. Well, uh, <laughs> now we know why he should have died. I bet you he's a big starship next. Actually, he listens. He blasts the all the CDs. He blasts the Bee Gees out of his pickup truck like all the time. Oh come on, really? Yeah. Jesus, it's all, damn it! It's never any deep cut Bee Gees shit either, of course. So see, that makes me feel like a townie girl because I love the Bee Gees. I'm not. I love to the Bee Gees it. too, but I like the Bee Gees deep cut stuff more. You know, like you know, I started a joke. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> oh, that's old school Bee Gees. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, that was very good. That was very good, Kenny. Oh, thank you. Uh, but yeah, the, so anyway, um, yeah, there's a, they have a lot of really fun. All the the pre disco Bee Gees stuff is really cool. Um, but, uh... That's the only Bee Gees that's worth a damn. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't mind the disco stuff at all. So... Uh, do we have to have a discussion again? I, I can understand yeah. Bob's position here, though, because Bob's age when disco came out, you know, that was, like, not a cool thing. <laughs> yeah, that's... I yeah, understand. I mean, I, I, had, I had the Disco Sucks t-shirt, sure. Oh, I'm sure. that. Oh, man, that would have been awesome. Yeah, they probably still make those. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, Bob's a rocker, you know? I mean, when disco was out, you what? You were probably listening to like Blondie and the Replacements and stuff like that, right? Or no, the Replacements were a little later. They were, yeah, they were, weren't they the 80s? They're pretty early 80s, though, I think. I don't know. But uh, I'm, I I'm just want to thank Rocky Mountain Mike for putting, we built this titties in my head. Thank you. Oh, okay. So, oh, Rocky Mountain Mike's out there. Look at that. Yes. Well, it's a playoff of We Built This City. Hmm? Evidently, there was a adult film actor that was at the 2016 GOP convention, and he said, we built these titties, and now I'm saying that. Ah. Look at that. Rocky Mountain Mike built a home theater. That's impressive. Oh, got a Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, my God. How much do you charge for snacks, Mike? (laughs) Is that like Let's ten see. bucks a box from Milk, Milk Duds, Duds, Whoppers, Junior Mints, M and M's, Nerds, M and M's, Reese's? Where's the pop? Where's crunch? the popcorn? Where's the popcorn? Well, he's got. He's got. Raised, uh, I'm good. sure the popcorn's probably somewhere else. You know, maybe he's waiting to buy a. a that's impressive. Machine? Yeah, or maybe yeah, maybe he just great. might. Looks good. Very comfortable seating. Yeah, look at that. The seats. What? How many? How many seats are there? They're. Uh, Eight, I count eight with cup holders. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Very impressive. Where's your house now, Mike? Bravo! I'll give an amen bravo, to that. Bravo! Bravo! It looks great, Mike. Ah, Seriously, where, where, is, where is he? Snacks are free. Snacks are what, Mike? What the snacks are free? What? What the hell going <laughs> on here? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Know, uh, I, I was Rocky right. Mike, uh, I was right. He said the popcorn. How about your biscuits? 
Oh. Biscuits. <laughs> biscuits. So, what kind of biscuits do you serve? But uh, I was right. Rocky Mountain Mike, the popcorn popper comes later. I said he, maybe he's waiting to get a popcorn popper. So there you go. Okay. He built it all. What kind right. of biscuits do you serve? Oh, okay. Oh, you're you're put really pushing for the biscuits clip. Okay, let's find biscuits, out what kind of. The biscuits, I just yeah. I need to know what you offer in the way of biscuits. Like, is it buttermilk or do you have cheddar biscuits, garlic biscuits? Maybe some rosemary. Just I just need to know what kind of biscuits you offer at your establishment. There you go. Oh, okay. um, some Jefferson Airship Starship biscuits. Next, with next generation butter. <laughs> <laughs> Old butter. I got up way too early today. Brown yeah. butter. Are we even going to get to any politics tonight? Should we bother? Nah. We can. Um, uh. I, I, I don't even say that Rocky Mountain. I'm Mike, up for it. He, he built that theater on Heart and Soul. Yeah. He built that theater on Heart and Soul. What? I knew that would trigger you, right? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> was, I'm really sorry. Man, look, I, I'm knee deep in the hoopla <laughs> over here, guys. Flame, you know. <laughs> Just like lighter fluid on the flame. I'm knee deep in the hoopla. It's more like a tossing a uh, a uh, catnip mouse to a kitty. <laughs> Here's a trivia question for you. What's the name of the album that we built this city came off of? Um, the San Andreas Fault. Um, the Death Star. Joe. I what was the to- question? What was the album we built this city came off of? What was the name of the album? Oh, jeez. Why does God need a starship? <laughs> no, the, the name of the album was Knee Deep in the Hoopla. It's Knee Deep in the Hoopla is the name of the album. What? Yeah, what? Knee Deep uh, Oh, that it is. Familiar. Look at that. Yeah. Oh. So. What is the Hoopla? Um, I'm not sure. Hoopla is like, you know, what's what's all this hoopla going on here? Yeah, it sounds like an old person. What is that? Two kids. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, here's the here's the oh god, that album cover is so late eighties. Oh my god, I forgot how tacky that was. Here you go. Here's the Wikipedia link to knee deep in the hoopla. Oh my god, that cover. It the is, illustration? Uh oh, it's so eighties. It's so crazy. It looks like it just looks like clip art. Yeah. It's not. It's I know not. it's not, but it's that's what it looks like. But all the the squiggly lines and the the pastels. Oh my god, the hair right. the, the silhouettes of the spiky hair. <laughs> Look, we're knee deep in the hoopla. Yeah. Apparently it came out on Grunt RCA records. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you so the track list. I don't list, mind it. I, that's, that's I can the artwork for the time. I I, I know, but Grunty I'm just Star I'm Series. saying I'm just saying that album. Some of the track list kind of were grunty songs. <laughs> so. It looks like in the middle. That's like an '80s version of Peppy the Frog. Oh God. <laughs> Am I wrong? Uh, and look over there on the left. That's Donald Trump. With long blonde hair, he's all oh, orange. Okay, you're right. So anyway, um, I am we not right. Kenny saying that just to shut me up. No. Uh, well, yeah, maybe, maybe. 
don't care. Could have just uh, played that. <laughs> done with it. Uh, or I could have played the uh, I could have played the the new one. Uh, just don't don't behavior. talk. Don't t- stop it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. I mean, th- that is definitely a product of its time, right? I, I I'm not putting it down. It's just wow. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Meow, meow goodness is if you say knee deep often enough, you start to sound like a frog. Knee deep, knee deep, knee deep, knee deep, knee deep, knee deep. Is that what they say? I think they say hoopla. Oh, hoopla. It's the tree frogs. Hoopla. Yeah. Hoopla. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll figure out if we're going to talk about politics by hour three, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I just uh, you know I I get well. Let's go ahead and just play the audio that I have. Uh, I'll play one of the audio clips and see if that sparks a little conversation. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, my, er, no, not Mike Varney. That's a record producer. Um, Stuart, Stuart, Stuart Varney. Stuart Varney. Yes. On, uh, Fox news. Joe Walsh was on there. Um, not Joe Walsh from the, the James gang or the Eagles. Um, Joe Walsh was a backup. Um, he was a session player for Starship. I heard. Oh, the next generation? I'm just making that up. <laughs> you pulled it right it out of your did you pull that out of your hoopla? I did. Straight so the out of my idea hoopla. came from where? I just pulled it out of my ass, sir. Ah, put it back in there because it sucks. <laughs> uh, we have a Mad Libs body part already. A hoopla. There you go. Uh, so the the <laughs> my big dirty hoopla. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, Stuart Varney and Joe Walsh, uh, you know, and Joe Walsh, again, the only reason I like this guy being around right now is just to be a thorn in Fat Donnie's side. It's gotta be a pretty big thorn for him to be able to feel it. Most of those nerve endings are dead. Um, but, uh, but my God, Stuart Varney here, uh, Joe Walsh is like, you know, Trump has lied, right? This is insane. Stuart, do you believe this president lies? No. You don't believe he's ever lied? He exaggerates and spins. What? Okay, do you believe he's ever told the American people a lie? No. Okay. I do. Uh, And I think that's a problem. And that's fine, Uh, Stuart. You You and I have a disagreement. Didn't you say that Obama was a Muslim? Is that a lie? Yes, and I apologize for that, Stuart. And... I did. I, I again. I hate Joe Walsh for the lies and racist shit he said. And he, uh, but I will say to his credit, whether it's sincere or not, he's out there on TV saying he's sorry. Doesn't. I'm not gonna forget. You know, I believe you're sorry if you come out the next day and say you're sorry. Not if you keep pushing that agenda. And that's exactly what Walsh did. You know. I mean, if, if you know, I. I Walsh lied. Yeah. Not Walsh. Barney. He lied. <clears throat> oh, of course. Yeah, because Trump, I mean, you know, what was the whole birther movement but a lie? Barney pushed that, didn't he? I don't remember. I don't think he was really on my radar back then. I, I would not be surprised if he did. I would be. I would not be surprised if we can't find any um, audio of him saying Barack Obama is not a Muslim. Yeah. 
Oh, and I know what you're saying, Trojan Rabbit. He's like, I don't really need to hear from a deadbeat, de- deadbeat dead. No, no, no. That, that's the thing. It's the, hearing what Varney said was more important than what Joe Walsh said. The just Varney blatantly saying, "No, he's never lied. Nope. No, he's never lied. Not my baby boy." You know, it's like what? Now the fact that he says he spins and and what was it? He spins and exaggerates. Exaggerates. No, he lies. No. There were exaggerating. People. You put those two together, you end up with a lie. Anybody, all anybody <clears throat> needs to do is go to PolitiFact or to the Waco prevaricates. Oh. First of all, he said there were people dancing the night that the Twin Towers came down. He said That's he was lie. down at Ground Zero helping people out. Well, he, he didn't ever see anybody dancing. He That's a lie. He made that up. Right. He, he's a liar. He, yeah. well, let's, well, hold on. His whole his whole political agenda, his whole political career, was built on a lie, exactly. and that's birtherism, mm-hmm. yes, which was a lie. Yeah, and incredibly racist, which is something that I don't think enough of us as white people acknowledge how racist it is, mm-hmm. because it basically took away the agency of every black person in this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was white splaining to everybody, you know, uh, who was a, an Obama supporter, and uh, in, in, in more insulting, obviously, to African Americans. That you know, oh, you, you're, you elected an illegitimate president because they mm-hmm. lied, you know. Um, but yeah, you know, I and you know, Walsh, uh, keep talking. Uh, you know, keep talking, keep calling out Trump. That's fine by me. Again, I'm not going to forgive him, but I like the fact that he's out there. You know, there are people in this world that I absolutely cannot forgive. You know, uh, Glenn Beck for all the shit, you know. But then again, Glenn Beck sold out and became a maggot uh, himself. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, See, you know. The thing is, Ken, when it comes to Joe Walsh, and I understand what you're saying. We talked about this you know, on on Tuesday. The thing about Joe Walsh that bothers me is that I feel like he is just as bad as Trump, except that he's more educated. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and again, I'm not saying it's 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 too late. He knows his apology is too late, but it is. Yes. Uh, it, to be fair, he is going out there and saying on camera, on a microphone, I apologize. Trump has never apologized for anything that he's done in his life. Honest to God, though, do you do you think he means it? I don't know. There's no way of telling if he means it. I think it's hard for me to believe because if he truly was sorry, he probably would have been sorry a lot sooner. That's where I'm coming from. So uh, I mean, but I I can't say. You know, I mean, I think if I could personally speak to somebody on the matter. I could judge it better, but it, it, he does seem like, you know, he puts on the little sad eyed pouty kind of thing sometimes when he gives interviews and it, it's not believable. Joe. Oh, I was going to say, I, I, I really don't care. Uh, same thing with Scaramucci. Let them, let them fight. <laughs> yeah. Let them fight. I mean, any, you know, I, I've never seen, I've never seen a party so uh, torn apart um, in, in the in the lead up 
and in in the wake of an election as as you know the gop is right now yeah you know it's the worst scatterbrained over on our side in different ways but not like this um well we're not racists also true i mean (laughs) oh but wait a minute but wait a minute what about all the republicans who say that you know african-americans need to get off the democrat plantation because obviously that says we're racist not them for calling our party a plantation because (laughs) simply because there are black people over here (laughs) i'm sorry i'm just no i'm uh, i'm making fun of them because they're making a racist statement to say we're racists you need to get off the democrat plantation oh god you said that yeah well you're making light of slavery in that way that's great you're telling african americans that are democrats they don't understand that they're slaves what (laughs) okay cool story bro um so anyway all right well we're running a little bit long here we do not have a green news report obviously brad and desi are off for the the holiday um but let's go ahead and uh since again it says summer in the title and summer is coming to an end the list i finally dug it out bobber um i i I, it was like lost the list was lost again second time i lost it and i don't know it just I, i kept putting it in the wrong file but finally it's labeled super duper properly and it's all ready to go so ready to rock and roll Yes, Ken. All right, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right <laughs> Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com.
I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Fight, 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 fight! Get out! Yeah, there we go. I forgot I have uh, I have that clip fight, too. Fight, 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 fight. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that'll be good to go with our schism. Anyway, welcome back to the show. Of course, that song was The List by the one and only Br- Braumeister Bob Rouse for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau of the Bubble. Welcome back to you, sir. Thank you. That is, a, that is a, well, another Bob Rouse, uh, uh, um, well, what do you call it? What do we call that? Um, what's that genre of music that I like? Power pop ballad i like it so sure i go with that i you know i like the new new england power pop kind of style from the you know late 70s early ah. 80s um love that stuff gary myrick and gary myrick and the figures uh so <laughs> fight 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 uh, uh then uh, no there there was a, a new england uh, the movement of uh you know, power pop back then that was pretty big. I'm just being a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, <See>? Um. <laughs> are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, Rain? You gotta be kidding me. Uh. And of course, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Ain't no party like a Scranton party. Welcome back. Hey, hey, uh, Bobber. Uh, that picture you just posted. The uh, first day of standing lesson. <laughs> 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 oh my well, god! Excuse me, but oh my god. I'm dying here. But <laughs> oh my god! I mean, each one of them <laughs> has a unique physique, a unique stance. <laughs> um, first of all, going left to right, Eric. <laughs> Eric looks like. A giraffe with a broken back. He I mean, what also, is that? He also uh, like looks like he's sucking his tummy, which gives him man boobs. Yeah, and yeah, then to, yeah. The, the, next to him is the penguin. <laughs> yeah, it, right? it looks like it yeah, looks he, like Eric's patting him on the ass too. Oh my god! Oh yeah, you're it right. Does. Or is he holding the, him back? No, yeah, that's right. an ass pat. The Too leaning, t- the leaning tower of Trumpy. Yeah, the leaning tower of lard. Lord. <laughs> yeah, 
then we have I don't know. She's the bewildered one in the center. She looks a little uh, pregnant. Pregnant. I think yeah. she's pregnant. So is and, Don Jr. apparently, because that's, that's a maternity suit. That's a is that a maternity suit he's Don, wearing? Does that Don looks, Jr. have birthing hips? It looks Look like he's hip. wearing a, a, a wearing a maternity pantsuit in that I picture. God. He has birthing hips. Yeah, big and mammary wide glands. Birthing hips. Oh dear oh, lord. Well. That looks yeah, like yeah, this. This is not a pretty picture. It looks like not that was a, a pre. John Junior's got the pear. He's got a pear body. <laughs> it looks like yeah, he does. they all do. Well, all all three guys do, except Trump's pear is wow. No, no, no. Trump Trump looks like a big old fat cantaloupe. He's got like a shelf butt. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he's got. He's got he can like a put a, a five place serving on his ass. Reminds you yeah. of an ostrich or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like his legs are yeah. his legs Eric are Trump is sucking. He's sucking his gut in so hard that he's like, "Can I breathe?" But you when know, when he when he sucks it in, it all goes up to it down to his hips. Anyway, are you talking about Eric or Don? To, to, to everybody Eric, listening Eric to looks like he's sucking it in hard. To everybody listening to the podcast right now who doesn't know what the hell we're talking about. Uh, this is f- from a tweet by at R S C H O L L E Y, the letter R Schooley. Um, and it was a tweet from 82919. F- and it says, First day of standing lessons. So if, if search for that, search for at R Schooley, first day of standing lessons, Twitter, whatever, and you'll see the picture. So if, if I don't. Just go ahead and steal that for our show art. I don't know. I Maybe it'll be show art. I think that'd be great. I think show it should art. be. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, a I, mean, I, I hope a, I hope Ivanka is pregnant. Um, I don't know. Could be she or just has. Don no, she she just she just swallowed her soul and it's just just trying <laughs> to get sure. out. Sink her belly. Anyway, so Don, Don Junior. It looks like 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 that guy that that walks you know on. Way back on his heels with his his toes pointing out like a ninety degree angle from each other. Yeah. Was, oh, kind, of, kind of wobbling around. Charlie like, Chaplin. A little bit, yeah. 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 Charlie. See, here's the thing. I don't I know that we are technically body shaming the Trumps, but you know what? No, they're body shaming themselves. They, these either. people they're not real people. <laughs> they uh well, especially Fat Donnie, he body shames everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, oh, it's, it's, it certainly is turned about fair play, and then and the rest of them, they're they're just awful people anyway. So. I gotta well, say, so they all had that... a bad day that day. Well, look at yeah. I mean, yeah, that's Ivanka. Bad... Ivanka's Ivanka looks like she's got wings that are co- bat wings that are coming off of her shoulders. She. <sighs> bat wings. See, <laughs> look at her shoulders. Well, yeah, just close see. the picture. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm fascinated by this picture. All yeah, right. I was too because when Byron put it, I just just to take a look at it, and then I thought, oh my god, birthing hips. Don Junior has <clears> birthing <throat> hips. Don Junior does. Ivanka doesn't. Eric, I just want to dub. I want to give uh, uh, Eric Trump a new nickname tonight, and that's uh, obese lurch. Okay, so <laughs> you know, you know what's really interesting in that you picture. Rang. It looks like that Eric Trump is is about the same size as Baron is right now. 
Oh yeah, Baron's like uh, he had a growth spurt. He's taller than <laughs> Fat Donnie now. He's taller so. than both of his parents. Yeah, he's taller than Fat Donnie, and allegedly, um, oh, okay, cool, Mike. So I wasn't sure. So uh, where where he was living now? Um, that home theater is really impressive, I gotta say. But yeah, I uh, uh, yeah, it, it, allegedly Fat Donnie's six two. I'm six one. Um, and and when people meet me, I'm always taller Fat than Donnie they expect. Five nine. He's five nine. Is he? Who's Who's five nine? I th- Fat Donnie. I or, I Well, when he's leaning like that, he's five nine. Oh, he might have <laughs> been five nine straight. before he gained an extra hundred pounds. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's uh, no, it says he's six three. Uh, uh, I did a Google church, and it says uh, don't do a Google church. You're going surfing on the internet. So that means is that from Doctor Ronnie? It's just general information on the. On the internet, okay. I don't know. That's what comes up on Google. Abraham Lincoln said it, so it must be true. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I, that's just the information that's on the internet. I've never been in his presence. I don't fucking care to ever be because I don't want to go to jail. Um, and <laughs> that picture is fascinating, though, Bob. Yeah. Oh my god, that is. That's a great picture. That's a I great could, picture. I, I snagged that from the. Uh, um, Stephanie well, Miller um, fan group in, on Facebook. There we go. All right. And last but not least, our girl Friday. <laughs> oh. Uh, are you ready to uh, do some name calling, Rain? I am. All right. Let Let's me cue up the music. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. Uh, All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I want some biscuits now. So, Biscuit. in the chat room, t- biscuits. By the way, Jody Ernst has a primary challenger. No, oh, is it one of the. Oh, no, not she- a primary challenger. I'm sorry, she's got a Democratic challenger. And oh. he's actually, I think it's a sergeant in the National Guard. Good. Yes. Good, so, good, good. Anyway, get into the list. Sorry, I threw some politics in. I don't care. I talked uh, about Donald Trump Jr.'s rally earlier. <laughs> um, in the chat room tonight, we have Adam, we have Bobber, we have Francie, we have Heather, we have Jay Collie, we have Kenny Pick, we have Ken Sr. Hi, Dad. Living on Long Island. Oh, sorry. Jesus, I'm sorry. Say it again. It's okay, Tom. Hi, Dad. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Living I, on Long- wow. I met, I met Rain. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's the second time I've done that. I'm kidding. It's funny. Come on. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. No, Please Rain's like, you, you kidding gotta me? You got to be kidding me. Uh, so <laughs> All right. Go ahead. I feel like an asshole now. I'm teasing. Um, I'm totally teasing. It's fine. We have um, Living on Long Island. We have Marnus. We have Meow. We have Michelle in South Florida. Probably and Miles. I'm thinking about her and Miles mm-hmm. hard. If they, if they need to escape Florida... They can come on up here to Maryland. Can they bring their um, cats? 
Yeah. There you go. Yes. Um, we've got Moon Mare. We've got myself. We got Rocky Mountain Mike. We have Theo. We have Trojan Rabbit. Earlier we had Cat who had to leave, and we had Sandy and Durwood. Yeah, we all want to wish Cat's uh, mother well. Uh, I, I won't yes. say more than that because I don't know what she wants said on air, but uh, best to her and her family, and especially her mother. So yes. And and tonight's birthday baner is um, Francie's daughter Sarah, who's thirty today. And you. Thank you. But mostly Francie's daughter. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I'll 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 queue up something special for you. So, uh, so for Sarah, here's your birthday baner, and she just turned thirty. Oh, welcome to not being in your twenties anymore. So it, gets on, it only gets better from there, Sarah. It really does. It gets a little lot easier, really. It does. Shit's hard in your 20s. I'm not going to lie. I mean, shit's always hard, but it, it, it was always a struggle. Anyway, Sarah, happy birthday. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! All right, Sarah, happy birthday to you. And this is usually what I, I like to do for our co host Well, Mrs. Miller has a special greeting for you now that this is most definitely in the public domain. No thank you, AOL Time Warner, for holding out on us for so damn long. Uh, here you go, Rain. <laughs> Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. What? What the hell's going on here? I <laughs> love Mrs. Miller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is Miller. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, we've got time for one phone call. The number to call is 330-536-1466. Again, the number to call, I'll put it in the chat, 330-536-1466. Or 330-KEN, the number one, go-o. <laughs> G-O-O, go uh, seriously, Skype, you really screwed me over with the, the Ken One talk. That was so awesome. So, but yeah, now it's Ken One Goo. Uh, anyway, yeah, somebody gives a, a phone call. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, we'll talk a little bit of politics off and on here. It's it, shit so heavy. I mean, Trump is tweeting shit out, tweeting pictures out of like top secret information about the, the strike that uh, happened in Iran, photographs, like giving away top secret strategies and shit like that military shit i mean what <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that didn't make more of a splash you know yeah. across the media i because, mean geez. i saw it in business insider where was the story you found it from rain uh, or, or joe or you guys were finding uh, different... rain, rain found it on business insider and npr and npr oh npr uh, and yeah. evidently, um, just in the past <clears throat> couple of hours, 
uh, here's from a dude, you know, a, a nuclear information specialist said that U.S. defense official told CNBC that the picture in Trump's tweet was included in a Friday intelligence briefing. Uh huh. I, I mean, remember when uh, when the the right wingers just only thought that the Hillary Clinton uh, leaked classified information. There's lock her up, lock her up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, just to lock him up now. Yeah, That's really. For. Exactly. All right, Adam <clears throat> Hebert's on the line. What's up, buddy? Oh, nothing. Uh, first of all, rain. Otanjobi yes. obedeto. Gracias. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Gracias. Danke. I hope you have a lovely party on on, on Sunday. Thank and, you. And uh, many happy returns. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Oh, we got your co-host Michelle. Michelle Lagan is uh, is on the line now too, Adam. So you guys get to share some time here. Michelle, what's oh, up? I got a um, <laughs> Not much. I just called to say uh, we're we're okay. We're battening down the hatches, getting everything ready. Got plenty of cat food, plenty of cat litter, plenty of people food. We are good. So okay. are you, are you it, far enough away from the coast where you don't have to worry about flooding? Oh yeah, we're west of the turnpike. Oh, okay. Okay. And, and and when when we built our house, we built it in out of the floodplain zones. So we're, so we we got some pretty good high fill on our ground. So wind is essentially your enemy in a situation like this, correct? Yeah, we'll probably lose more screen panels on our screened-in porch over the pool, and you know maybe a, a panel or two of the um, the fence. You know, if, yeah. it, if it's really bad, and you know may, we may lose like the hot water. Uh, recycling thing up on top of the roof but mm-hmm. you know that's what homeowner's insurance is i pay twenty five hundred dollars a year in homeowner's insurance so i better damn well get some use out of it okay <laughs> well there you go and now was the last time we th- this was hitting you guys was it last year or was that two years ago i think two years ago okay was I it remember? Last year, a bunch of panels in the in the in the screen last before. year it was me i think that we had the hurricane come through enterprise Oh, that's oh, right. Okay. That's right. Okay. So, yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah. So now, Adam, you're you're out of that uh, zone now. So I'm sure you you're at least breathing a little yes. sigh of relief. Although your family's yes, back. I am there, out so. of. I am out of the uh, uh, zone of danger, as one might say. So, how are you settling into your apartment, Adam? Uh, so far, so good. Feeling like uh, home? I've had a... I'm sorry? Is it feeling like home? Yes. Good. It's it's feeling like home. That's Still, good. Just, excuse me. Um, just still getting used to stuff. and mm-hmm. Plus, it's just... A bit more expensive than I was playing in the... Uh, but, you know, I was hoping the bus system might revise their later runs and of course they didn't mm. so i gotta figure something out because taking lifts home is not gonna be sustainable no not cheap oh. so um um uh michelle uh, how's everything going i know uh uh my, there's the i don't know how much you want to mention on the show but how's everything going with miles um pretty 
pretty good. They are just sent out the details of the newly negotiated contract, and everybody in the union will be voting for it. Okay. To, well, voting on it to see to see what happens from here on out. So. Okay. So, uh, any um, any feeling on uh, how how uh, the union members are feeling about it? Not sure. Um, it sounds pretty good to me. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be a five-year instead of a three-year this time, so that'll be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Miles read off some of the details. It was interesting. So we, we shall see. Um, you know, there's always going to be people there that are out to try to put the, the you know, put, put, put a knife in any deal that's going on because, mm-hmm. you know, they, they are like that. Because people but. are knifey. Yeah, some people are not I still happy, can't believe Miles struck went on strike what? against me. I, said, I can't <laughs> believe Miles went on strike against me. Yeah, you know. Can I, how do I get in on that action? <laughs> you don't. No, but but no, that's good. And it, it takes a little bit off my mind, at least that there's, there's a contract in the works now instead of people not, you know, yeah, striking and picketing and things like that. Cause, you know, one, one problem at a time, and now this hurricane is coming, so, you know, it's just, you know, when it Everything, rains, of course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally and figuratively, right? Yes, so, yes. Uh, bonkers. Well, uh, thank you once again, Michelle, for the uh, the hand, lovely handcrafted brains. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm glad you liked them. Oh, I absolutely we love so, them. We were so excited about the translucent ones. Oh, my God. Those they're things, so fun. Know. Yeah, they uh, uh, Miles and Michelle from my big zombie project. I'm making custom zombie figures. Uh, I'm trying to make a hundred by next year, and they cast uh, six transparent uh, brains because I'm doing some radioactive zombies, and that'll look awesome for them. And uh, and then I don't even know how many. It looks like at least two dozen um, uh, in the. Um, the Merlin's magic stone or whatever the heck that is. Um, yeah, the, the, stone. yeah, the white, white brains. So yeah, I've got, I got, uh, a, a few dozen, a few dozen brains to, to use in my zombies. Now it's very exciting. So thank you for that. You are welcome. Well, I'll let you guys go. We'll All right. Break, so Good okay. Luck, we'll talk to you sh- soon, thank Michelle. You. We'll give Adam another minute here. And, uh, but yeah, I'll, uh, at the very least I'll talk to you on Sunday. And I'll keep you all informed. Bye-bye. Okay, sounds Thanks. good. Bye. Thanks, Sean, right. girl. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, all right, Adam. Uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and give you another minute here. Uh, anything else on uh, on your brain? Uh, uh, not particularly. I will say that Mayor Zombie Horror be ravenous and numerous. Oh, well, th- thank you for that. And also, uh, actually, you, you shared a story over on... Uh, the Mike Check Radio chat that uh, could bear mentioning here. One of your favorite movies of all time is going to be returning to a limited run in theaters soon. Yes, Ghostbusters. Uh, I would. I. I it's going to be. It's a. It's. I think a. A two day event. So Saturday, Saturday, October sixth, they're doing two showings, and then later that week they're doing one. So I'm going to take the day off and go see Ghostbusters in theaters. So this is probably limited engagement uh, in all fifty states, right? Uh, it just depends. It's 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 a, it's a special event by Fathom. Yeah. Fa- also, the people who who help 
they did the Alien uh, movie a couple of years ago for its anniversary. Well, and they also helped put together Rift Tracks Live. Oh, okay. Well, no, Which not is, a couple of years know, ago. This the live year. Movie was it, didn't Alien come out in 79? So that... I don't even... 78 yeah, was, or 79, I think. Yeah, so anyway, I think that was just this year. But, um, yeah, so it, and they did the Transformers movie over the summer, all kinds of stuff. So I did. I wish I would have gone to see oh, the Transformers doing, movie again. I think they're doing, like, a Ghibli fest, so they're showing Studio Ghibli films, one, you know, mm. one at a time. Well, there you go. I mean, they do all sorts of special events like that. And, it, you know, it's just, uh, you know, since it's in the afternoon and I don't mm. have to pay, you know, you know, an arm, a leg, and a testicle to get home, you know, because the buses will be running... I'm like, I'm going to take the day off and go see Ghostbusters. There you go. There you go. Well, I'm going to let you go um, right now. Uh, but, uh, again, I, I did tell you, I think I know what scene you'll go get a refill on your popcorn uh, during Ghostbusters since I derided it so much <laughs> on a recent episode of Mike Check Radio. I, I, gonna- what scene is that? Oh, when Dan Aykroyd got a blowjob from a ghost, that scene that he insisted was in the oh. movie that didn't have anything to do with anything else? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so That is kind of superfluous. Yeah, there you go. So that's when you fill up your popcorn. I I, I bet that, that'd be hilarious if there's like a mass exodus. Everybody's like, all right, here comes the ghost BJ scene. Let's go get popcorn. <laughs> So, anyway, uh, if I go see it, that's when I'll go get a refill, for sure. Anyway, um, Adam, <laughs> thank you for calling. Uh, I will talk to you on Sunday at the very least. Uh, hey, I could probably drink yeah. on Sunday, too, since uh, I'm off Monday. That'll be fun. Oh, you heard it here, folks. You heard it here first, folks. Drunk Kenny on Sunday. Yay! <laughs> hey, Drunk Kenny. All right. Uh, have a good night, Adam, and I will talk to you soon, okay? Yes, have a good night. All right, bye-bye. Bye, Adam. All right. He's gone. Oh, my God. Now I have to go see Ghostbusters. Well, and now you know when you can get a popcorn refill. Oh, no. I'm going to watch it. You're going to watch the ghost BJ scene? Ackroyd actively fought to put the scene in the movie, and it wasn't in the script. I'm going to watch it. That's annoying. I'm going to, you know, if if I go with Bob, I'll be like, you can go get the popcorn. I just want to see Ackroyd going, oh, 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 oh. I don't Does, remember that scene. I think he crosses I, his eyes when he climaxes, too, because, you know, it, that's it was, what guys do. It was a tiny do. scene. If I remember this, it was a really tiny scene, so and it dumb. was not even like a major part of things. It shouldn't have been a right. part of things at, things at all. <laughs> I mean, Ackroyd fought to put that in, and it's like, really, dude? <laughs> Um, anyway, all right, let's go ahead and go to the break. Uh, and when we come back, God knows, I'll let you guys, you know, go through what news stories you, you've been looking at and, uh, talk about it. I'll chime in where I can. And, um, I, I do have that one other bit of audio from, uh, Cavuto. If you, if you guys want me to start things off with that, and then you can figure out where you want to go, but then I'll, I'll just, uh, stick my nose in a book of, uh, mad cons, AKA mad libs on turn up tonight. Uh, we'll be right back with more of this, uh, crazy, wacky, fun show right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. 
This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. Join in the chat. Yes, it's just that simple. What the hell's going on here? IndieMediaWeekly.com is a place where dreams come true. Indie Media Weekly Radio. Tight, 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 yeah! For those who dare. And now, on with the show. What? What the hell going on here? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart. You know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Oh, hi there, everybody. Welcome back to the Labor Neighbor Weekend Special here on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. It's not really a special. It's just a show that happens to be before Labor Day. We haven't even discussed Labor Day, except for not working. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, uh, Der Braumeister, Bobber, for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C. Too much sun, too much booze, but he's back with us. <laughs> howdy, howdy. And, uh, <coughs> and, of course, your lovely and talented wife, uh, Rain, from For Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C. Happy early birthday to you, Rain. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful party. Thank you. And I'm sorry I can't be there, but, you know, uh, next time. Um, and, uh, of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Uh, ain't no party like a, what, what is it, Electralian party? <laughs> we, we were saying, uh, do we lose Joe? Joe, are you there? Joe? I Joe? sat on the damn button again jesus uh what 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 the hell going on here <laughs> what the hell <laughs> you couldn't wait to use that i know i know you couldn't wait to use that's what's going on. i said on the button I, there's a damn mute, mute, mute button on my my uh, headset <laughs> the boot boot mute button <laughs> the boot, boot, something like that. yeah yeah the boot button <laughs> speaking of and, booze um, i sit on it and it, it and it it boots me <laughs> Yes, we're having I, uh, Festa Italiano. Festa Italiano, three days, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, no, yeah, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, downtown Scranton. Or the Electriano Festival is what we call it. You can get pizza, you can get stromboli, you can get pizza frita, you can oh. get spaghetti and meatballs, or spaghetti. if you like fettuccine, you can get that too. There you go. Oh, and by the can way, speaking wine. Oh yeah, you can Probably. get wine. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, everything. There's a winery. Actually, there's a winery across the street from where I live. If you bring your own oh. ladle, if you bring your own ladle, everything in the sample spit bucket's free. That's true. You, <laughs> all you could all you could scoop into all you your could uh, bucket. Scoop. <laughs> use wine bring emporium. Your own, bring your own scooper. <laughs> yeah, you use wine emporium. 
Uh, but you you said boot, and it reminded me of something that I wanted to mention on the show. I, I was in the in the one of a, a, a comment section on Discuss the other day. You know, typically we, I describe it as you know. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Um. And oh, by the way, congratulations, you and McGregor, of reprising the role of Obi Wan Kenobi for the live action TV series on Disney Plus about Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm so excited about that. Um. But now, uh, speaking of boots. Um, this guy left a comment said, Trump is so stupid, he wouldn't know how to pour piss out of a boot if the instructions were written on the heel. <laughs> is that, that is like the most awesome insult for a dumb person, isn't it? Wouldn't know how to pour piss out of a boot if the instructions were written on the heel. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. So somebody else somebody <laughs> else did it, but it's hysterical. Rain and Bob, I don't know, they it must is. be offended by pee and boots or something. No, I'm just thinking he can't read, so Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm a little low key tonight. I got a cold. So Oh, oh, oh you got a cold. You got a cold. So uh, <laughs> my voice sounds a little different, that's why. Yeah. You know, I think there's something in the air, especially tonight. Oh, I knew that was coming. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh, that's the theme song of my game device, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Impromptu, oh folks. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, be a drop. <laughs> it could be. Drop so, anyway. In, in the bucket of drop it like it's hot uh, all right so let's let's play the the clip from neil cavuto neil cavuto um it, it, i i have many issues with neil cavuto too i do not like him he was an absolute raging dickhead to president obama um and he's been a a bit of a lapdog for trump but there are times when even Cavuto's like, I can't swallow my soul that hard. Um, or you know. Trump's tiny penis, but. Well, yeah. Don't you say could, penis in this house! You could also not say Get that. Get out of my house! It was, uh, it was appropriate. Mm, yeah, I should have heard it coming. There wasn't much to come. Uh, Miami Vice. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, Miami Vice. Stop talking. <laughs> Miami Vice. Yes, it was on the Miami Vice soundtrack, but it wasn't the theme song exactly. No, no. I think there was a music video that utilized imagery from Miami Vice for that. I don't recall. You know, when we were in um, Fort Lauderdale this week, we took a boat ride around, you know, around the, uh, what, what do you call Everglades? them? Everglades? Miami Vice? In, Everglades? The Intercoastal wa- Waterway. Oh, Intercoastal Waterway. And, and we actually saw the Miami Vice house. And that's what happened when we rode past it. I can, I'm sure. Did you see Don Johnson? No, I didn't see anybody's Johnson. That's good. Oh, what about That's their pe- probably what about- a good thing? <laughs> uh, and 
hopefully no penises either. Don't oh, say man. penis in this house! Get out of my house! <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, by the way, Bobber, uh, I, I, I forgot when I played the list, I should have been more careful because I forgot you put backward masking in that song. You had demonic backwards guitar soloing at the end and you know I, I wonder who that could have been that inspired you to do that could it be Satan there. could have been could have been Satan could have been yeah. or it could I... have been uh, um, oh shit drawing the blank now um, <laughs> Jesus Twin Twin Peaks uh... yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Um, well, take David Lynch. David Lynch. Yes. Thank you. There you go. I can't believe I couldn't think of his name right off. What the hell? That actually was David Lynch. Uh, so anyway, no, I love that. I I, for, I forgot to mention. I absolutely love uh, do it because I I that was like one of my earliest experiments with like a four track, flipping the tape over, and you know mm -hmm. recording along with it and. Of course, I did. It was overkill when you first tried that stuff, but you did a really classy uh, uh, move on how you recorded it on the end of the list. So good job. And anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get to this Cavuto audio right here because uh, apparently Trump uh, sending out little mean tweets about Fox News. Apparently, they're not in the tank enough for him anymore. And. Um, and I, there was, I saw, again, in the hive of scum and villainy... You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. On stories like this and others, everybody's like, just go over to OAN, you know, One American News or whatever. That's what we <sighs> need. And then I sent you guys a tweet, too. There was, there was this one fucking Russian bot was like, yes, we need Trump news. We need a Trump news network. And it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, well. Oh my god. <laughs> really? You can have RT, you freaks. Go with that. So, Russia today. A Peter Lavelle will welcome you with spazzy open arms. <laughs> um But yeah, so Cavuto is uh reacted to the tweet and so did some other on-air personalities from Fox and and producers and stuff. Not Sean Hannity or Tucker Carlson or Laura Ingram. The white nationalist stayed silent. Silent. Let him say what he wants. Don't speak. Don't speak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait. The uh, well, they were they were gonna say something, but I, apparently they were they were silenced at some point. You know, with this. Don't don't behavior. talk. Don't talk. Stop it! Yeah. Uh, but anyway, here we go. Uh, Cavuto doesn't work for Trump, he says. I think the president watches Fox. I also think he is getting sick of Fox, which is weird because I think he gets pretty fair coverage at Fox. But the president making clear to fact check him is to be all but dead to him and his legion of supporters who let me know in no uncertain terms I am either with him totally or I am a never Trumper fully. There are no grays, no middle ground. You're either all in or you're just out. Loyal on everything or not to be trusted on anything. Which could explain the president himself this week bashing Fox News yet again, urging his supporters to stop watching the channel to, quote, tweet, Fox isn't working for us anymore. Well, first of all, Mr. President, we don't work for you. I don't work for you. My job is to cover you, not fawn over you or rip you. Just report on you, to call balls and strikes on you. 
My job, Wolf. Mr. President, Wolf. our job here is to keep the scores, not settle scores. Now, in my case, to report the economic numbers when they're good and when they're bad, when the markets are soaring and when they're tumbling, when trade talks look like they're coming together and when they look like they're falling apart. It is called being fair and balanced, Mr. President, yet it is fair to say you're not a fan when that balance includes stuff you don't like to hear or facts you don't like to have questioned. Yeah, well, got caught up, but facts that he doesn't like question. So, uh, all right, let's go around the table. Uh, Joe, uh, what, what do you think of what Cavuto said there? Yeah, well, you know, it's it's almost like uh, the stopped clock is right twice a day. You know, they do have those those moments where even they can't take Trump anymore. And uh, I think I think it's it tells a lot about how Trump is wearing down on everybody and i mean everybody yeah oh and and yeah the the trojan rabbit points out i think he's talking about how cavuto is like oh that's called being fair and balanced they were never fair and balanced by uh uh, for obama at all they hosted birthers they had orly tates on there all the live long day and whoever else let me finish finish. yeah trojan rabbit says like you were for obama you piece of treasonous shit yeah you know, I mean, but absolutely. I, I I already said that before I set it up. He was a total dickhead to Obama. Um, yeah, he, but, but, you know, one of the, the most accurate polls out there is the Fox poll. It's a well-respected poll. And it hasn't been kind to him lately. He expects that Fox News is going to make polls up to suit him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah. they actually have a pretty reputable polling outfit and uh they're pretty accurate i you know enton on in the new york times and uh and uh 538 give them a very high rating as far as poll ratings mm-hmm. and it's pissing them off that's what set them off poor little fella it's the polling yeah the polling? i think it, i think a lot of it's the polling i think a lot of it is having democrats on there uh, well that's what set him off right well, lately it's been the polling. It's been the polling, and he says the polls are never good to him. Well, polls are not supposed to be good or bad to you. Polls are supposed to take the temperature at the time and tell you what it is. Yeah. And well, like, he's, he's, yeah, he's expecting Fox News to spin the polls and or, or just fake the numbers. I don't. I don't think the people that do the Fox polls, okay, want to sully their reputation as a reputable pollster by manufacturing numbers just to please him. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, Based on what you just said, Joe, and I do agree with that, um, they're not the ones on air. And quite honestly, aside from the people who are the, you know, the the reporters during the day on Fox News, Mm -hmm. it seems like their own hosts, Ingraham, Tucker, Hannity, and I know I'm missing another one. Fox and Friends, Piro, Fox and Friends, you know, Stuart Varney. They're the ones that are actually selling the polls. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I understand. I, I don't. I don't. I don't disagree with what you're saying. I was actually surprised by the fact that Fox <clears throat> actually has a legitimate poll outlet. Um, and and to to kind of like flip it over to the other side where, you know, 
what Trojan said, like you were fair to Obama. It just seems like now suddenly that Trump is going after them. Suddenly they're like, oh, well, you know, we don't work for you. Something's really weird over there. Well, here's the thing. Well, this is what uh, what I think Cavuto did, uh, and I'll make this brief. What Cavuto did during Obama's administration uh, was he shat all, upon all the accomplishments and was like, we need more, we need more, 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 ignored the Bush economy that he inherited, like saying, oh, you know, just, you know, poo-pooing the growth that he had. Now that he sees what Trump is doing, he's like, shit, I can't carry water for this. You know, I could have put a wow. negative spin on, you know, minor accomplishments uh, from Obama, but I can't put a spin on an 800-point dive on the stock market or a looming recession, you know. so Or Joe, a trade war. Or a trade war, yeah. Trade or war. a trade war. Right. And that's what, that's what really triggered Cavuto. That's what's been triggering the, the, the uh, uh, a lot of what was going on is the, the trade war. Uh is hurting business and businesses are complaining. And let's face it, big business is the backbone of the Republican Party. Big business is the backbone of the Fox <clears throat> News Network. Yeah. So, uh, you know, where do they go from there? If you're gonna, if you're gonna have a trade, an unnecessary trade war, if you're gonna have have tariffs that are just killing business and hurting consumers, it's hard. It's hard to defend that. Especially when it hurts the very base that you, yeah. the very base that is the backbone of the Republican Party. Yeah, and you're right, Joe. And, I mean, they, that's they where are, the crack is in Fox yeah. News is that they have they they can't have dual uh, <clears throat> loyalty. Yeah, they can't say that that they're loyal to their ba base contributors, which is big corporations, and say they support what what he's doing. What he's yeah. doing is not conservative. Orthodoxy. It just well, isn't. You're, you're right. They don't know where to go. Oh, where do right. we go now? Sorry. I was actually <laughs> under the impression that what set him off about how Fox News is not working for us was because he had, I can't remember, the, it was a woman who was from the DNC. Wasn't, you know, the head of the DNC, obviously, because it was a woman, but... Mm -hmm. You know, he went on, he tweeted about that woman and then Donna Brazil and then Ron yeah. Williams. And, mm -hmm. you know, out of the clear blue, he's like, oh, look, Fox News has all of these, you know, quote unquote liberals, which we can well, discuss yeah, about that. The, the latest thing, the latest thing was last week, a Fox News poll came out that showed that he was losing in double digits to every top tier Democrat. Right. No, whoever it was, whether Biden, whether it was uh, Kamala Harris, whether it was Elizabeth Warren, whether it was Bernie Sanders, he was losing t double digits. We're talking 52 to 38, things like that. And this was a Fox News poll. Okay. And that's th that was the latest trigger. So you think it's mostly poll driven and not the fact I think, that he's I think seeing this, liberals when I he watches this, television? Cause I think this latest thing, but he has complained. You're right. He has complained, first of all, that they had town halls with Democrats. Buttigieg, if you recall, mm -hmm. they had on. Uh, a couple others I, I, I don't remember, but they did have other Democrats on. Um, he has complained about that. He has complained about why, why are you putting Democrats on there? Well, the, the the thing is, they bring Democrats on because they think they're going to make them look bad, and then they don't. Because they and, can't. And, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And, but de- definitely, <clears throat> Democrats and the Democrats that go on, I think sometimes they feel if if Fox News viewers see them, at least they're getting a true picture of, of what they're about. Whether they're, they want to believe it or not or whether it's going to convert them, I doubt. But, uh, you know, the, the fact of the matter is the picture that Fox News paints of Democrats and then showing and listening to their real positions, you know, is important, you know. And uh, I, but, but Donnie doesn't like any of this. He thinks the Fox News should be working for him. Yeah, he does. 100% of the time. And I'm going to tell you something. If you remember the 2012 election, on election night, how spastic they got in the newsroom that they called the the election for for Obama. Was that with Karl Rove? Yeah, and and they just freaked out. This can't be. This can't be. And they went down to the poll to the pollsters. Yes, to, to the, Megyn op, the Kelly, room. Right? They made Megyn Kelly they, walk down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, I remember and, that. And they just turned around, and you saw the you saw the <clears> pollsters <throat> there. Hey, those are the facts, man. He lost Ohio. He's done. Okay, Obama won. End of story. We called it, and they called it right. They didn't back down. The pollsters are different. Okay, the pollsters, I was always surprised to hear Harry Enton in the New York Times, to hear, uh, what's his name at, at 538? Um, my, my oh, Nate Silver. Nate Silver. Yeah, rates the Fox <clears throat> poll as one of the top polls in the country. If, if you go to, to 538.com and you look at, at the poll, they have a, a poll rating section. They'll show the Fox News polls as one of the best. One of the most accurate. And I don't think they want to sully their reputation by making up false numbers just to please, you know, you know, the chosen one. Well, you know, it's kind of a shame because evidently, you know, their on-air talent, the primetime talent, quote-unquote talent, ignores those polls. Well, not all of them. I, th- I think not all of them. I'm I don't think Shep- about Hannity Shep- and primetime. Oh, uh, well. I'm talking, yeah, you know, they're just- Tucker... Hannity, Ingram, and whoever comes on after. They ignore those polls. Sure. So I, I think it's really interesting what you're saying, Joe, and I, I got it. I'm going to do some research on it. Seriously. Well, you could start at 538.com. Um, he always rates that Fox News poll uh, one of the one of the most accurate and, and reliable polls. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. They have a slight Republican bias, like uh, many polls do. Uh, some have well, Democratic bias. Well, no, not Rasmus. <laughs> I call it Rasputin. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Ras- Rasmussen just... I mean, if you only poll Republicans, you're going to end up with their numbers. But Fox doesn't do that, okay? And... Um, you know, uh, start at five thirty-eight, and they do have a section on their uh, their ratings of polls. And uh, yeah, that's that's really interesting because I will be very honest with everybody. I did not pay attention to Fox News polls because Fox News. And, yeah, and that's the problem. I'm admitting my confirmation yeah. bias. I, I'll admit it. But thank you, Joe. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. right, right there I with do, you. I do, I do think that that that. A lot of the news 
quote unquote people over at Fox. Uh, do know that there may have to be a life beyond Fox. Well, I'm talking mm-hmm. about Chris Wallace, and I'm talking about Shep Smith, and I'm talking about even yeah. Neil Cavuto to yeah. a point. It, it, let's let's disregard. Well, that. if it's there's a, life, if there's life concern. after death for uh, Megan Kelly that she squandered, uh, right. then there's you know, I mean, Neil Cavuto is far less racist, th- th- and from my knowledge of him. Than uh, Megan Kelly was Little Miss yeah. White he's Jesus a, White he's a Santa, you know, yeah. and, and that's it. Yeah, well, that's yeah, he's really he's kind of yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, um, I will give Cavuto that much credit is that he never waded into the ugliness of birtherism and stuff like that, to my knowledge. But he did not give President Obama a fair shake on the economy and his accomplishments at all, you know. No, um, no, no. And and this could be a subtle way of him admitting it by going after Trump the way he is, you know, uh, because it's like shit. Yeah. What the fuck was I thinking before? Now look at this moron we have running shit. He doesn't know how to pour piss out of a boot, even if the instructions are written on the heel. <laughs> I love that. I'll take it. Uh, so right. anyway, go ahead. No, Joe? no, that, that's. Uh, I'm, I'm looking. You know, I'm I'm on the five thirty eight website, and I'm 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 looking at uh, some of the ratings of these these polls. Like, you know, the ones that we 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 always look at, like YouGov. You know, gets yeah. a B. You know, uh, Morning Consult B minus. Uh, so, so the ones that that, that we listen to, uh, you know, the, the Harris polls, the the, the sure the Reuters, Washington Post, mm-hmm. New York Times. Um, I like Marist. Hmm? I like Marist, Marist but well, yeah, yeah. Now, you know, that college. Uh, again, well, that's Marist good. And Marist I, has, I, has a slight. Marist has a slight. That's why. The, it's best yeah. when it comes to polling to always average them out because sure. Marist has a slight liberal and, bias. Yeah, Fox and, uh, is going to have a, a slight conservative bias. Yeah, and and we do need to move this along because we're at thirty three after. Yeah. So, but well, um, what was your final thought on that, Joe? Oh, that's it. That's it. All right, I'm Rain. Gonna... Anything else you'd like to add before we go no. to break? No, I have nothing to add. I want to absorb what Joe just said, and I want to think about this over the next few days. I'm going to be like a sponge of Joe knowledge. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and, uh, Bobber, anything you'd like to add before we go to the break? No, I'm good, thanks. All right, well, we have a song, a special song that I hand-selected for uh, Republicans who now uh, on Fox News, Fox personalities or Republicans who finally turned the corner and started to apologize in their own special idioms, whether it be, you know, not genuflecting to the birther in chief or whether it be Joe Walsh now saying he's sorry that, you know, the apology that he should have said years ago, just to be, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we, we don't love you. We don't love you. Shep Smith, we love Shep Smith. Shep Smith has never been an asshole. He's the one who said, we do not fucking torture during the Bush administration on live air on Fox News. If anybody remembers that. 
Um, uh, and uh, let me see if we, we have it. Yeah, yeah. Shepard Smith, 2009, said this live on air. We are America. I, agree. I don't give a rat's ass if it helps. I agree. We He's are America. Right. We do not fucking torture. Yeah. Remember that? That was 10 years ago. God bless you, Shepard Smith. Jesus, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about waterboarding. Um, so anyway, yeah, so Shep Smith, you're exempt. Everybody else, even Chris Wallace, kind of this song's for you as well. But yeah, Song of Love and Outreach <laughs> from Macaroni. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. We got Mad Cons coming. Turn up the night with Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program to people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line what you play when people wasting your time this is what you need when someone breaks your heart and says me and you we need some time apart this is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder this is what you play when the police pull you over this is what you need when you just can't stand it every time you do right they take you for granted this is what you play when we in a recession this is what you play when politicians don't listen this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck you. this is something for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my ooh This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck 
or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. Fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. Fuck you. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. Fuck you. I am Miles Lagant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, Washington, D.C. twice. And thank you uh, to, uh, well, thank you to uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida, Mile, when Michelle Michelle called in. And, of course, uh, Clarksville, Tennessee, Adam Hebert also called in. So thank you for uh, giving us a ring and uh, letting letting us all know how you're doing in Port St. Lucie and in Tennessee. Um, Clarksville, that is. Anyway, I got all discombobulated there, but I'm back. I'm back, everybody. We're all back. And um, we're going to go ahead and, uh, oh, I want to remind everybody, too, please stick around for episode two um, of the Lunatic Parade. Uh, Starts at 10.15 right after the show tonight. 
and we got to wrap things up pretty pretty tight tonight. We're going to do these uh, mad cons and hit the road because Bobber's not feeling well. I got things to do. Rain, it's her birthday weekend. We don't want to keep her all night. And Joe, Joe's a man about town, so he has all kinds of things on his plate. So, Italianos. Yeah. Elect, <laughs> elect, uh, elect, uh, shit. No, Electrianos? I don't know. Uh, I forget. <laughs> I've said it like 15 different ways. I have no idea. So, all right. All clever. <laughs> that, no, <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think the most clever thing I did tonight was. Oh, where do we go now? Not really. Uh, way, real quickly, I uh, for Rain's. Uh, I, 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 I put the, the. Did you see it? Yes. Got yeah. some. And everybody else in the chat room. Yes. Pulse ratings. ratings. Right. Interesting. So yeah, look at that. Look, Joe is giving some liquid to soap up, soap uh, soak up with your spongy brain. I kept there saying soap. It was like we were going into a bubble genius ad there. And you asked about the Maris pull. It gets an A actually. Oh, we'll see. see? Boom. Look at that. It has rain. A slight Republican, slight Republican lean of 0.5. That's oh. fine. So. Oh my God! Oh my God! Um, I, grew up, I grew up a half an hour north of Marist College. Okay, well, uh, let's go ahead and. Uh, sorry, <laughs> that sounded really dismissive. I'm so no, sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We don't have time to get into the details. So let's get to the mad cons. The biscuits. The biscuits. All right, here we go, everybody. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad lib. Oh, God bless Matt Lib. Or Mad Cons, as I eventually will change the name in the jingle. Um, okay, here we go. Let's go alphabetically. Bobber, a type of container. Oops, sorry, I didn't have my microphone down. Type oh. of container, that sounds odd. Um... <laughs> Okay, well, make it I, uh, make it an odd uh, container then. A beer mug? Oh. Oh, well, how, how did I not see that one coming? Uh, we did talk did about beer steins. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, wow! So, yeah. What? What the hell is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe Santorza, type of liquid. Mm -hmm. Santorum. Oh my god. Oh, I guess I need to get over to the yeah. Yeah. Yep, a little bit. And rain, I need a plural noun. Um, condoms. Condoms. That would be a type of container as well. <laughs> that was my first thought. Oh boy! Uh, I thought of. I'm not. I'm not on my A game tonight. That's okay. I thought. I, I immediately thought coffin. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's my dark, my emo self. Um, all right, Bobber. How you? How you feeling? Are you? Are you healthy enough to give me an adverb? An adverb. Um. Um. Juicily. Ooh, so. <laughs> trying to make up for beer mug I see uh, so <laughs> I'm teasing um, uh, okay uh, Joe the name of a conservative give us a give us one that we you know we don't use 
a lot. Oh, um. Oh, maybe somebody Carter, who just learned how to stand. Oh, oh, Carter, oh. Carter Page. Carter Page. Oh, hey. hey, I got Google. Hey. I got wacky eyebrows. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm going to sue the Clinton campaign for emotional distress. Um, <laughs> whatever the hell he's... The dodgy dossier. The dodgy, dodgy dossier. The dodgy dossier. <laughs> hey, kids, do you like balloon animals? Because uh, <laughs> I'm one. Because <laughs> I'm one and so are my eyebrows. Um, all right, Rain, I need a number. Forty-two. Well, Forty-two. All right, uh, Bobber. I need a plural noun, sir. A plural noun. Hmm. Uh huh. I guess I'll go with balls. Balls. All right. Excellent, Joe. I need an adverb from you, sir. Perennially. 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 Let me let me say that I'll like uh, uh, what's his name? That that news guy. Perennially. <laughs> Tom Broca. Tom Broca. Tom Perennially. Um, Tom Broca has a perennial disease. Oh, never mind. Yeah. What? What'd you say, Joe? He always sounds. He always sounds like he's a little tipsy. A little, a little tipsy. I've been into the stuff. liquor. I've had some oh, liquor oh, and some cocktails. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, we, what was? What do we get? Um, what that? What that was the last one? Uh, so we had balls. Oh my God! I lost. And then wait. Joe. Joe, and if there's anything like perennially, that. okay, yeah, yeah, perennially, I, I got it, okay, right. okay, okay, perennially, <laughs> that's how I got lost. Yeah, that's um, where you got lost in the West. I did, I did. Okay, so, um, rain. I need a noun. Yes. A noun. A noun. Yeah. Um. Oh God, uh, a noun, a noun, a noun, a yeah, noun. Yeah. Um. Person, place, or thing. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with um, a noun. Poop. What a perennial. Poop. 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 Took a lot poop. of thought, but it's poop. Okay, poop. let me let me start a uh, little another. <laughs> right, just that poop. poop. That was that was Bobber. <laughs> okay, two more, and I think we're I think we're complete if we get two more here. So um. All right, I'm going to give, uh, you know, since Bobber's not feeling good, I'm going to give him the best one for last. So, Joe, I need a plural noun. Urethra. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Wait, is that plural? Well, urethras. Yeah. Hey, that sounds like a medical condition, dude. Okay, there okay, we go. Buddy. Bobber, you're gonna <laughs> I think you're going to love this one. Type of vegetable. 
type of vegetable. <laughs> yeah. Um, <coughs> let's see. Uh, how can I make this filthy? Um, <laughs> well, you could send me an eggplant emoji if you wanted. Cucumber. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to go with cucumber or zucchini. How about... Mm. Um... Oh, ah, cherries. Oh. Ooh. Oh. See, there all you go. All right, all right. I would have gone with rutabaga, but... Oh, my God. They're all good. so delicious. Yeah, I do like a good rutabaga. All right, here we go, folks. Here are our Mad Libs for tonight. Two very different topics from... Let's see, which one is... I think this is the book Francie gave me. This is the best of Mad Libs, 50 years of Mad Libs. Um, I want to start with this one. This one's called Beauty Advice. Oh, no, no, no. Never mind. That one's going to be second. <laughs> I just remembered some of the things that were in it. I think it's going to be the funnier one. Okay, this is Dinosaurs from A to Z. To make it easier to learn the shitty names of dinosaurs, we will spell them out perennially for you. Perennially. <laughs> Um, oh, God. Acanthophilus. This creature is carried... Uh, I'm sorry. This creature carried its slippery body on wacky legs. Its diet probably consisted of balls and perhaps even some small cables. Oh. oh. Some small oh. cables. Hello. So, like, maybe some coaxial cables or some RCA cables or something like that. I don't know. Um, the, uh, God, it, it, it's spelled out phonetically here and I've never heard of these things, but the hips, uh, the hipsil, hipsilophodon, I think is how to say it, is thought that this dinosaur climbed ghosts because the toes on its hot dogs pointed backwards. <laughs> it lived for more than 42 years, longer than any other vagina known to boxcars. Wow. Well, okay. Vaginas um, do have a certain temperament. Okay, here's one I know how to pronounce it. Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus. This dinosaur had a weird arrangement of cupcakes on its neck. <laughs> this dinosaur had a weird arrangement of cupcakes on its neck, back, and poop. <laughs> oh. 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 Okay. Is, that, is that chocolate frosting or is that stegosaurus? Yeah, are no, you just, just happy to see me? Yeah, yeah see. <laughs> I said the same thing. Uh, and uh, all right, in battle, this creature would swing its spicy tail at its urethras. I, I think Ouch. that meant opponents. Um, this like is a. The Zephyrosaurus, or the Zephyrosaurus, Zephyrosaurus. Um, this creature was known as the Fellated Lizard. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Aykroyd would approve. Um, <laughs> most of these giants had a rancid neck with a corrupt head and a cherry-sized brain. See, that's where a zucchini-sized brain could have been. Okay. Cherry-sized brain. That's not bad. Um, all right, so here we go. Beauty advice. Oh, my God. This is going to be awful, guys. What have you guys mm -hmm. done? 
serious. This one might make me stop doing mad cons forever. This could be the one that puts us over the edge, you filthy, filthy people. I'm kidding. I love this shit. All right, be- beauty advice. If your skin is racist or shart stained, you can cu- you can cure this condition with the following regimen. Every morning before washing your penis. Oh, don't say penis in this house. Um, Which you should do every morning. Massage it gently with an ego that has been soaked oh overnight. God. That has been <laughs> soaked overnight in a beer mug full of warm Santorum. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh yeah! So oh, that'll do it. That'll Stop do it. it. So that will do yeah, it. That is uh yeah. I mean, where do we yeah. go from here? My God! Oh, where do we go now? All right. Uh. Well, let me just reread that sentence. Let me let me just start over. If your skin is racist or shart stained, you can cure this condition with the following regimen. Every morning before washing your I got to get ready. Before washing your penis. Massage it gently with an ego that has been soaked overnight in a beer mug full of warm santorum. Oh my god. Yep. Then, wow. yep. then that's mix. The stars align. Then I mix together. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. The shower. Oh, you want to hear them align some more here? You just wait. <laughs> you just wait. Then mix together some condoms and some gefilte fishes until the mixture becomes foxy, and pat it in onto your pithy face for five minutes. Oh no. I don't think I oh, would do that. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! No! Can no, you no. can you use a bullet? Can you use one of those bullet blenders for the the mixing the condoms and gefilte fishes? Oh my god! Then remove it. Or you use it. Just stuff the condoms full of the gefilte fishes and just kind of massage it so it gets all mushy. And then use it like a like a cake decorating kind of thing. To, oh my to god! Wow! No. Uh, no. Where did you go there, Bob? Are you? Oh my God! Yeah, oh, it gets better, guys. Uh, so after you leave it on your face for five minutes, then remove it using a machine gun, <laughs> and wash your face with flabby water. Do not omit this glitchy step, or your skin will become late. <laughs> As in deceased, <laughs> as in deceased, um, uh, do not do this juicily every day, and soon you will be as sultry as Carter Page. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it, no matter what it is, when it ends with the name of a Republican, it's always fucking hilarious. No matter who it is. <laughs> You know that's why you know I regret in the early days in the very it, it, it only happened like the first like three or four times we did it I would say pick somebody from the chat room and then it, and then I felt bad because one of the situations sounded like it was like making fun of one of our friends we're like no fuck this let's make fun of Republicans and it works so good now and especially if the last thing in the in the MadCon or Mad Lib is the name of a conservative there's always a good laugh there there's always one way to, you'll look as sultry as carter page 
Yikes. Yeah. I'm a human balloon animal. Um, hey. Yeah, I forget the voice I was doing for Carter Page earlier. The dodgy dossier. <laughs> Whatever. All right, let's go ahead and do our parting shots. Good job, everybody, on the Mad Cons. That was fun. Uh, and uh, all right, we'll go uh, alphabetical on uh, on the way out. Bobber, uh, uh, sorry you got a cold, buddy. I hope you feel better. Uh, I want want to make sure you can uh, go go hydrate yourself and get some sleep and do all the good things that you need to do to get better. Sure. So uh, obviously the 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 um, her the hurricane bearing down in Florida is on everybody's mind, and. Uh, so I got, you know, there's, there's the, this, a lot of people saying, you know, it's heading straight for Mar-a-Lago, which it appears it is. And uh, I've got kind of two things on that. I mean, the first is, you know, yay if it destroys Mar-a-Lago, but there's a lot of other things in the area. There's people that work there, like, you know, cleaning toilets and picking up trash and stuff like that that are going to be hurt as well. So, you know, that's that's not cool. Yeah, no. Um, and the other thing... Is that uh, every time a hurricane goes through Florida and it, and it hits some area that there's some asshole evangelical that says, "Oh, there's there's God. He's punishing them for their sinful ways or for their being gay and all this sort of thing." So I'm waiting for them to say something. You know, if if Mar-a-Lago gets hit, it's you know the the silence I think is going to be deafening coming from them. You know, commenting on on Trump's Trump's uh, you know sinful ways. Oh yeah, they won't know what to what you know uh, what to say. What They're... what the hell going on here? Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, I love that drop so much. But yeah, so uh, uh, you know it. Every time something happens to to one of these evangelicals, well, this is just a test from God, and we'll rebuild and whatever. But, you know, if it happens to somebody they don't like, they're like, see, it's a wrath of God. You know, it's annoying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and it's it's stupid. It's superstitious. It's it's bullshit. And, yeah, so I don't want to see anybody or anything get wiped out. I mean, again, if it only affected Trump, yay, that would be awesome. But, you know, where are all the, uh, the uh, undocumented immigrants uh, he hires going to get jobs after that, right? Right, Joe, you got nothing for that. <laughs> oh, you went, no, I got Skype there. That's oh, like that's okay. Uh, all right. Uh, well, no, I just said, where are all the uh, undocumented immigrants that Trump employs going to work if uh, Mar-a-Lago gets wiped out? At the Italian, at the <laughs> Italian festival. Oh, okay. Come on it's, up to Scranton. Scranton. Come up at Scranton. <laughs> Come on, well, we got. You could work. You could work the. You could work the uh, cannoli booth. There we go. There we go. So, uh, all right, um, Joe, what's your parting shot? Uh, well, first of all, come up to Scranton <laughs> to the Italian festival. Um, you think Biden but, will show uh, up for the festival? Who? Biden. Uh, no. 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 They have it every year. He's busy campaigning. He's well, that would Iowa. be a good place for him to go. They all go to the Idaho State Fair and chomp on corn dogs. Why not get a cannoli? Yeah, we want best cannolis in the world. <clears throat> so, anyway, um, 
where was my mind? Oh, oh yes. I don't know if we, you've been paying attention, but uh, uh, Iowa caucuses wanted to do a, a virtual caucus. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. uh, because they wanted more participation because, you know, it takes three hours for you to go down to a, a school gymnasium and, you know, caucus with your fellow Bernie bots or your fellow Biden bots or whoever you support and try to convince somebody else to join your group and then you vote. Um takes a long time and who who could a lot of people can't get time off from work happens at night it's a long long day yeah, um, yeah. so they wanted to do phone ins and of course the dnc rightfully so was concerned about hacking and uh voter fraud and voter interference so um they said you'd have to memorialize the votes so they said well you have to back up a phone call with a paper ballot and New Hampshire said, wait a minute, <laughs> that's a primary, not a caucus. <clears throat> and if you do that, New Hampshire has a law that if any other state moves its primary up against, up before New Hampshire's, oh, wow. New Hampshire moves theirs before that one. Oh. And they said, if. Is that if, why the DNC said no? Yes. <gasps> Thank you, Joe. <clears throat> because. If they start, if they memorialize it with a paper ballot, it becomes a primary, according to New Hampshire. And they said, according to our law, they have a state law in New Hampshire that the that empowers the Secretary of State to move the primary date up before any other primary. Now they'll live with a caucus. That's why they've been living with Iowa all these years. But they won't put up with Iowa paper ballots. And so, if Iowa has theirs on February third, we might have. The New Hampshire primary on Thanksgiving Day or something. <laughs> but well, the wild. DNC said no to the no to it today. Right, because wow, I didn't know the backstory to that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, the backstory was the, the the memorializing it with paper ballots, and New Hampshire said, "Oh, wait a minute, that's a primary. That's not a caucus." Wow. Okay. So there you go. Wow. All right. So Thank you, Joe. Wow. Yeah. Anytime. All right, Rain. What is your parting shot? Oh, I have one quick parting shot about Mar-a-Lago. I don't want it to be hit because back in 2005, evidently Hurricane Wilma allegedly, quote-unquote, air quote, hit Mm Mar-a-Lago. And Trump filed a claim that said we had $7 million worth of damage that we never proven. So uh, my point point about that is is that for people who are like, yes, I want Mar-a-Lago to be hit, it doesn't matter. That cheap motherfucker is going to claim damages anyway. Yeah. Um, the other, my other parting shot is, um, I guess yesterday Trump put out a campaign video or whatever he put out with, you know, at the end, everybody was saying that there was a logo, which was lion face. And the lion face is evidently representative of a white nationalist group. If people didn't hear about this, I'll put it into the turnips group tomorrow morning to show you what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. But it was a white lion. And um, it turns out the first slave ship that came to America was called the White Lion. I had no idea about this. So that's So that's, that's my insane. parting shot. When people yeah. say, oh, maybe Trump didn't know what he was doing or maybe his campaign didn't know what they were doing. They know what they were doing. I, I, I'm calling bullshit on that. 
Yeah, this this is the 400th anniversary of the first slaves that were brought mm -hmm. to America to Virginia. Well, on a slave ship called the White Line. And and you know, I I read this opinion piece from this guy over on Mediaite today, and I'm not going to mention his name. I don't remember it, but I'm not going to mention. But he's he's been using that image, uh, that white nationalist lion image, and he defended Mm -hmm. he defended Trump using it and saying. Oh, who do we let define, you know, uh, what images are mad men or the masses? And basically his argument was like, what if Helvetica became the official font of Nazis? Would we decry anybody? Okay, first of all, Helvetica never was the official font of Nazis. And secondly, a font is far different than a graphic image. Fonts don't represent an ideology. Period. Exactly. Period. I exactly. Think that's a graphic designer. I. I yeah. Exactly. Those do. I knew. I knew you would have something to say about that. But that's the thing. Uh, you know. No. First of all, Nazi. The Helvetica was not an official font of the Nazis. So that's a straw man right there. And a font is not a graphic image. It is not a piece of iconography. You might try and say it is, but it's not. A symbol, a font is a style of print. That's it. The words yeah. are the iconography, not the style. So he he didn't accidentally use that logo, and no, it's Trump. And not Pence. at all. And so I just don't want to hear people. And I've heard people. I I've, yeah. I love I love Chris Lavoie on the Stephanie Miller show who said that maybe somebody picked it up by accident. Who, no, fuck that. And, no, and that's I, bullshit. And I call bullshit on this. There's no, there's no this. accidents this at this point. This is a very specific logo. But to find out later on in the day that the White Lion was the first slave ship yeah. that came to America. I, I Trump isn't, he's a, he's a fucking white yeah. nationalist, period. Makes me, makes me feel oh, a lot dear. differently about the metal band White Lion that I have in my collection. They weren't oh, racist, though. They really weren't oh. racist, but I don't. I, those guys, I think, accident. Those guys probably accidentally named themselves White Line. If you want, um, if you want to, if everyone wants to read a wonderful, it's it's long. There's many many essays in the 1619 Project. Okay. Uh, by the uh, New York Times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you might want to. You might want to go over there. New York Times Magazine. It's a series of many uh, essays on the history of slave trading. Oh, you mean the uh, one that Carl Rove called out as uh, um, yeah, well, propaganda? Red State, Red State uh, Breitbart, they're all up in arms about it. How dare because you talk about history? Yeah, it, the 1619 Project is, is, is just a series of essays and exposés on the history, the real history of black history and, and the contribution that slavery yeah. made, this, made to this country. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody check that out. Yeah. Country. But we got we to go uh, right now. I'm sorry. I got to run. Uh, stick around. Uh, in about five minutes, we have uh, the Lunatic Parade episode two coming up. Looking forward to listening to that myself. Um uh, just anybody who wants to download the podcast immediately, I am not going to stay up late tonight and finish that. I actually have some stuff I got to work on because we have 
company coming. Susan is going to be doing a dragon boat thing on Sunday, and I got to get it in as much time tonight and tomorrow to get ready for having company on Monday, but I can do the podcast tomorrow while I'm cooking. So, but I'm not going to be cooking tonight, obviously. It's 10 o'clock. What am I, a cooking maniac? Um, so, yeah, so the podcast I'll do tomorrow afternoon while I'm making lunch or something like that, or early in the morning when I'm doing breakfast. So that's going to wait. But stick around for the Lunatic Parade. Great show. Great to have all you guys back. Bobber, I hope you feel better. Uh, Rain, take care of that, that big boy. He needs your help, even though your birthday party's coming up. So... And, um, uh, sorry, I called him a big boy. So, I'm uh, a big boy. He's a good big boy. Just like the Duke Earl and, and, uh, Roy. So, uh, but, uh, anyway, uh, and, and Joe, have a great weekend at the, at the, uh, Electralian Festival or whatever we're calling yeah so and uh we're gonna wrap things up right now uh have a great labor day we'll see everybody on tuesday that's it over and out rock and roll god bless america time for go to bed i'm finished goodbye we now conclude broadcast activities on behalf of the management and staff we wish you a pleasant good night Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! (laughs) That's it! (laughs) Woo! What happened?